0: Live on The Rant, RantiumRadio.com.
1: Welcome to nobody listening on The Rant right now. We'll be live on Facebook <laughs> where you can definitely watch us. And that's where the real money is right there, baby. It is Facebook. Uh, live
0: on Facebook. Tony's going to be joining us within the hour. Right,
1: right now. <laughs> uh, Ladies he- and gentlemen, our first guest, one of the hosts of the show, Tony.
0: <laughs> Tony, how you doing?
1: Honey, oh, you know you know, Greek food—fucking uh, zeppelins, fucking, fucking uh, <laughs> falafels—and <laughs> <you know>, all <laughs> Jordan.
0: Oh God! And Casey Catal, big oh, Casey fan. Big Casey fan.
1: I remember when I told you about Casey a very long time ago.
0: Yes, it was an episode we did at the apartment. Right. And then I guess she heard it. Yeah. And then she tweeted at us
1: like a very kind tweet. Yes. Because we were very kind, kind to her. She's well, I well, yeah. Kind young lady. Yep.
0: Share God. to your page.
1: Dude, she's a t- tough she's a tough bro, bro.
0: She's the real deal.
1: Bro. She's a tough bro, bro. Oh, that's right.
0: All right. <laughs> this is see now usually Tony is doing all this, but I had to do all this this week. And I did hit the button for it to air live on the rant. So now we are on Facebook and we Oh yeah, on I on, see it. We are on the rant. And uh, Kevin mentioned we have Casey Catal tonight. We have Jax Dane from the NWA. Uh, there is a ridiculous uh, amount of wrestling talk uh, that we have to do tonight. Uh, AEW, Ring of Honor, NWA, uh, WWE WrestleMania Backlash. We have picks to talk about. Oh, uh, baby. The untimely passing of New Jack. Uh, I have a couple of new... I have a couple of New Jack stories I could share. Uh, I sh- I put out uh, the picture on our our Twitter today of uh, a very sickly looking young Matt. I was not sick. I was just very very skinny, if you could believe that. And I shaved my head so I looked like a bowling pin. And I, I didn't w- see that. Why didn't oh, you send yeah. that to me? I. Uh, why didn't I send Let's it to see. you?
1: I could put it on the gram. That'd oh, be yeah, a, great that's a good gram. idea. I mean, it's 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 tough to like like send me that picture of you with the newly deceased wrestler, so we can put it on Instagram for likes.
2: I could <laughs> do
0: that. We thing. could do that though. The so, thing. Uh, yeah, he's eating a he's eating a cherry icy, and I had no qualms bothering New Jack for a picture. Uh, and I'm marking out my Sabu t-shirt with the little creepy I had, mark. I am.
1: I had all of the qualms ever. Like like he was like the one guy I would be terrified to ask for a picture with. All the time.
0: Uh, I just didn't give a shit. I, I mean, I still don't give a shit, but I didn't give a shit. I was like, yeah. I don't know. It was like a 17-year-old Matt at an ECW show in, where are we, Trenton? And, uh, oh, God.
1: See, so you're, you're already in dangerous waters being in Trenton. Oh,
0: yeah. And we got there so early that we parked in the lot where the wrestlers were parking. And I we, remember
1: this story. That's incredible.
0: And we unceremoniously decided we would be the gatekeepers and we would put the chain up. And then when the wrestler showed up, we would let them in. We would open the chain and let them park in there. Oh, you took an
1: actual picture of the picture?
0: <laughs> oh, I pulled that off of my Facebook. I have to find the picture. I don't know where the picture is. It's somewhere amongst gotcha. my wrestling stuff, which I've slowly been going through.
1: Who's that guy behind you? Uh,
0: His name was... Is that, Oscar. Oh, is, that, is, that
1: is that Dan? No, his name was Oscar. I believe. Oh. I thought that was uh, our favorite pal uh, who designed this logo.
0: It was, it's it's not uh, it's not my man Dan. All right. So we got a ton of wrestling stuff to talk about. Oh shit! I got to do the intro too, Kevin. God damn it! When Tony's not here, this is a pain. Oh, in let's the see, Let me see if I
1: can do something for you here. Let's no, no, we're
0: this. good. I got it.
1: Type, 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 type,
0: type. I got type, it. Type, 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 New intro. All right. Uh, Jack's Dane is seven o'clock. Casey Katal seven forty-five. Shining Wizards Tony's joining us. It's Shining Wizards Kevin. It's Shining Wizards Matt. It's episode 533, the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast.
3: Boom! The
4: following is a presentation of the Shining Wizards Network, broadcasting live on rantiumradio.com and available on all podcast platforms and at shiningwizards.com. Follow us on social media at Podcast check out our merchandise at merch.shiningwizards.com do your amazon shopping at amazon.shiningwizards.com and become a patreon supporter at patreon.com slash wizards podcast as always we thank you for your continued support and now enjoy the show
3: Motherfucking Shining Wizards.
2: This is Casey Cattell.
3: And this is Brandon Kirk, and you're listening to the Shining Wizards motherfucking podcast.
0: You know what happens when I'm unprepared for the opening, Kevin? I have to scramble to mm. find a liner.
1: I think you picked a good one.
0: Well, I was looking for the one where it's, this is Casey Catalan. You're listening to the super cute Shining Wizard Dress podcast, podcast. Uh, I wasn't okay. ready, so I could not find that uh, as fast as I wanted to. But uh, nonetheless, we are here. It is Monday night. Uh, I think people are watching on Facebook. Definitely. I don't know. Definitely. Kate's there. Uh the Bergman's probably in there doing his thing. Make sure the volume's down over here. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thanks for joining us on this Monday night. We appreciate all the support out there in Wrestling Land. Busy, 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 busy week. Uh I mm. was super busy at work, so I am way behind the wrestling eight ball.
1: Uh so uh, this you know what, Matt? I think that makes like the best podcast when like the two of us combined may have Knowledge of like four things that happened during the week and then we just bust each other's balls and just talk so I'm excited for this episode more though more so than uh, anyone that I can remember
0: well we have a lot going on we have a lot of guests I booked a bunch of guests today for future shows Uh, oh yeah I I did watch some wrestling Uh, I watched the N.W.A. And we'll talk about that with with Jax Dane And then our our resident NWA expert Tony will join us at some point tonight I watched Ring of Honor, my favorite hour Of wrestling on TV Uh, Yeah, you mentioned that And I watched AEW uh, today Which I didn't get to see Wednesday Because my work was uh, hella busy Um, I saw Bits and pieces of What happened at WrestleMania Backlash And I did
1: I hate that that's the title of that pay-per-view I can't like, it literally, like, when I hear that, I'm just like, come on. Backlash is the whole point. It's the backlash from WrestleMania. That's why they called it. That's why they invented it. It's the backlash. Stupid idiots.
0: Well, maybe they had, you know, you got to milk that WrestleMania.
1: God, Matt, don't even get brother. me started about. Don't even get me started about how brutal it was watching the show. Not that it was a bad show. But just the whole Peacock thing. It's. All right. So like the commercialization of wrestling, I get it. It has to happen just like everything else. It evolves. It's done it with sports. It's done it like footballs. You know, you can watch on Amazon. You can watch on, you know, you can watch like the Mets on Facebook. You could watch, do all this stuff. But the reason like people watch wrestling is to get away from that shit. Wrestling was always different. And now I'm watching WrestleMania backlash and there's commercials for Peacock, which I'm watching WrestleMania backlash on. Like I'm watching this. You don't need me. I'm here. I got you. There's no free trials anymore. It it's it commercials and commercials and I don't want to start the show off on a negative tone, but it I just couldn't I couldn't unsee what I saw in between what was a really good show.
0: So uh I was so you and Tony both have Comcast, right? Correct sir. So you got like the the Peacock is included, right? Correct sir. Right. So I didn't I just uh, went from my WWE Network subscription that ended, and then I just signed up for the 9.99 Peacock, so it was like they canceled each other out. Right, and of Because course. I'm a huge Office fan, so I can watch The Office. So when you guys were texting the other morning uh, about, because I think what was Tony when he started watching *For All Brawl 95, and he was talking about commercials. I'm commercials, like, yeah. I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't have any commercials on my on my Peacock.
1: All right, so. Th- but I, here, but here's the thing though, and I get what you're saying. Like, yeah, you could definitely be like the transfer person, where like, all right, so this is basically is just replacing WWE Network. But when you already have like the when you already have Xfinity, like, I mean, I yeah, I guess I could pay the extra, you know, whatever it is, ten bucks a month to, to get it. But like, I thought that was supposed to be included as being a valued customer of NBC Universal.
0: Yeah, I don't know. You'd have to take that up with them. But I do know that if there was like, you know. If the Cobra Craig Pittman match was about to start and there was a commercial for some peacock show that just dropped in, I'd be fucking annoyed. I'd be like, fuck this. I didn't even know about this commercial thing.
1: Uh, Well, I think I, I, I don't think you can get away from it on the live shows. Like, I don't think and if someone's in the Facebook or someone's on Twitter, that can correct me. If you are actually watching like an event special, you're getting those commercials no matter what.
0: Well, you you got those at the WWE Network too, where they were promoting the network on the network while you're well, watching yeah, and, the network. Yeah, you're right. And, Kevin, and just part so... of the
1: problem is part of the problem isn't necessarily Peacock. It's just the it's just the way that wrestling has become, and it's just like ah, oh, it's like come on, man. Like remember when we were like kids and we were watching like the, the biggest interruption we got in wrestling was like the five minute intermission uh between like when you're watching on pay-per-view and it yeah. was literally just like a five minute thing that was it that's all we got and it wasn't it wasn't even a commercial it was literally just a clock that saying the, the, yeah, show the logo of,
0: of the logo of whatever yeah. pay-per-view you were watching in account
1: that's all we that's all we got and again listen this is old man on the lawn i'm old i get it we're old i understand things have changed you have to evolve or get left the freak behind but it's just like God, come on, I'm watching like a pay-per-view? Like, it's not a pay-per-view. It's like a ad-per-view. You
0: like, uh, you, were, you, started off hot, so I instantly reached for this Ultimate Royal, Ultimate Warrior Royal Rumble figure oh, that yeah. I was going to use to soothe you if you got a little too fired up.
1: Oh, soothe, baby. That's all good. Right. I like, what, what color belt is that? Is that a yellow belt? That is
0: a yellow belt. I uh, like that yellow belt. I have, uh, I have many things to do today. I did not get around to opening all my figures and displaying them. So you're you're
1: literally opening every single one.
0: Uh the WWE elites I open cuz I display them. Uh all AEW figures I get two of. One gets I opened and that. displayed. Oh, God, I knew that. And then one goes into the dresser drawers. The dresser drawers are now full. Wait, 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 wait. Repeat that? I have the dresser right here in my right. uh in my room. That's right. Right. So I put Twitter the ones room. that are in box, they safely sit in there for now
1: so you get two so you definitely display one and yep. then the other ones go in that dresser drawer
0: yes the men, the whole dresser is full of wrestling figures in boxes
1: all right so let me ask you this do you do you compare your dressers like you do like your clothes like the bottom ones are like jeans and heavy stuff and then the top go oh, no. to the sock drawer no is that, there any sort of like no tier? that
0: that whole dresser is all AEW doubles
1: do you, like my question is, do you internally, like, rank them based on what shelf, like, what drawer they're in?
0: No, I just put them in uh, and make sure they fit without damaging the boxes, and I just leave them the way they are.
1: I would just love if you had like this, like, subconscious tier system of how you rate your figures by which drawer you put them in.
0: No, it's pretty much just, uh, you know, out of sight, out of mind, and that my wife doesn't have to lose her mind. Yeah. You know? Well, this is your room,
1: right? It, didn't...
0: it is, but I'm very quickly running out of room.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you're gonna need another room.
0: I'm not gonna need another room. I'm just gonna have to. I'm gonna have to get creative. Um, and right. it's bad because I've also started. I was looking for. <laughs> oh you? boy!
1: <laughs> I... Would you start laughing before you talk? Like uh, you know.
0: I started recollecting baseball cards.
1: Uh, tell me you're not one of these PSA guys now.
0: No, 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 no. I just was like, you know what? I'm going to buy a box of baseball cards and check it out. And I pulled like some, the cards are fucking sharp. So I'm like in. Uh, current or nostalgic? Current. No, like, current, like current. current. So I I was like, oh, you know what? I think I have cards in the basement. Let me go look for them. Then I came across like two Toters full of wrestling VHS tapes. Oh boy,
1: those are coming back, man.
0: I know. And I have a lot of like those weird, like whack 'em smack 'ems and and uh, like
1: rampage.
0: Yeah, but I also have like Survivor Series 87 on VHS,
1: like official VHS yes. or taped no. off the VCR, like
0: official VHS. Take so VCR, now I, off. today I was like on eBay looking at like working VCRs. Like, is this a thing that I'm really going to do and start collecting old, like I still have all my wrestling videos are still at my parents' house. If I like, it, I'm,
1: li- I'm literally looking at a JVC DVD VHS combination system right now. It's on top of a microwave.
0: The, the question, Kevin, though, is does it work? <laughs> That's the question. Does it work?
1: You the ca- the cables, we probably have the red and yellow wires that are probably in a tote underneath it because it's like it's the, the VCR, DVD combo, the microwave, and then there's this green bin underneath, and I'm assuming that all the cables are in that.
0: Yeah, see, the cables are an easy fix because those cables are pretty universal. Right. It's the VCR itself. You have to find a working VCR because I think there's a bunch at my parents' house too, but I don't know if they work.
1: Oh God! If you have, a, dude, if you have a bunch of VCRs at your parents' house or your dad's house, like, bro, I'd get them right now yeah, and test them because fucking... VCRs will go for like a couple hundred bucks now.
0: A working VCR with a remote is relatively like between fifty and a hundred dollars on eBay. Okay, which is kind of a you know expensive for an yeah, out it's... an outdated way to watch stuff. But then again, if I get a working one. I have all my wrestling tapes with the original music on them and shit. Um, Like someone in the Discord, uh, um, Scotch Drinkmore was like, you have any original ECW tapes? I'm like, I fucking do. I have a ton of them. I bought a ton of ECW tapes from RF video. And I think at my parents' house, here's here's an old school. I'm pretty sure I have the RF video catalog. Not like the little one. I have like the five hundred page catalog with every fucking tape he ever sold in it.
1: God, ladies and gentlemen, if you ever doubted Matt's love of (laughs) professional wrestling, like this is like like he put he literally he literally puts me to shame. And he actually left for a little. While I came back. I watched it the entire time, and Matt's a much bigger fan than I am. A much bigger fan than Tony, probably a much bigger fan than anyone listening no, to this no, show. No, no, no. That's ridiculous.
0: I don't think I'm a bigger fan. I mean, back look when I was I think like, you are. when I was like 15, 16, 17, 18, yes. I was living at home. I had a job. I was making good money. And I would go to the fucking Krausers like every Saturday, and I would literally spend like fifty dollars and buy every single wrestling magazine that was on the shelf. Every
1: one. That's a that's a fan. That's that's like that's like that's a fanatic. That but, is a fanatic. You were but, nuts.
0: But then I, like you said, I stepped away, and now I feel like I, there's a lot I don't I don't know about. There's a lot of making but, up I have to
1: but do. I think. I think you did more in your time than people like me who have never left.
0: I don't know. I just, I like it. I like, you know, fucking be able to come home and like unplug and watch like, I don't know, like a WCW Saturday night or uh, yeah. like now it's hard. like now I'm like, I'm weighing the pro like, do I get into collecting WWF and WCW and dare I say ECW VHS tapes. Like what am I gonna fucking
1: do with all these? Go to our boy up in uh in Sussex County or Morris County. The wrestling collector. That's right. Yeah, like what? But like
0: what am like? My wife wants to murder me. Our guest is in the queue, Kevin. let gonna all right. Right, get Mister uh bad, baby Mister Jack Stain in? Oh. Nope. As he connects to his audio, look at this guy. He's a big boy. Filler. He's a big guy. He puts us to shame. I feel like he should be wearing the the cut off t shirt, and I should be uh, I should be yeah. covered up.
1: I always wear a hoodie just in case, because I'm always you know hesitant to show off the guns.
0: Really, I feel I've been feeling good because I've been doing the yoga. So
1: I've oh, just been man. drinking beer.
0: You've just been drinking beer.
1: That's right, Mister Jackson. Can Dan. I hear? It? Can't Can we get him?
0: He didn't connect to his audio.
1: Ah, uh, you got to connect to the old audio ski.
0: We're working on technology. It used to be you just call on Skype and we'd be good to go. But now, oh God, look at that guy. He's a fucking monster. I yes, I would not want to run into that man in an alley.
1: Boys, uh, these boys done a lot in this business. Smusher had like a grape. God, I couldn't be happy if I got a grape smush. Maybe like a prune. Yeah, sour grapes. No, no sour. Grapes.
0: No <laughs> sour grapes. Oh, he did not connect to audio. All
1: right, so we're this patient. is He's live good. on air professional wrestling podcast people. It doesn't always go perfect. Lesson learned.
0: Yeah, we're fi- you know what? what we're fi- this is all a uh, new adventure for us. So, Mister Jack Steen is trying to figure that out. He'll be joining us shortly. Former. NWA World NWA. Champion. Yeah. Current NWA Superstar. Ah. Uh, power. Power. Power's an excellent show. Big pay-per-view coming up in the Tony's next couple weeks. Tony's not even here. Oh, my, mine says Shining Wizards. God damn it. Let me change that. Let me rename myself here. Shining Wizard. Matt?
1: I just put my first name now. I'm just like... Oh, no. He like, can't Are hear you trying... This is no hand. bueno.
0: Da-na-na-na. Oh, there we go. He's connecting the audio now. Let's see Seems if like he gets connected. Time. He's trying. We're going. We're working here. We're working hard here. Oh, excuse me. I reached out to Ice Train today to see if he got our T-shirt. He did.
1: Oh, I can't wait to see that picture.
0: He said he gave it to his kids, and then he said JBL was pissed about what he said. Really? Yeah.
1: How did JBL find it? Oh, you know, duh.
0: I'm guessing he heard it on the, uh, on the sheets. We're still working. Yeah. We're working on the audio here. Patience. That's a
1: tough. That's a tough spot for us to be in. Like we want to get the clicks and the shares and everything. It's just unfortunate that sometimes it. It's. I mean, that's that's a story. That's a big. I don't think I've, I've never heard that before.
0: It's. Uh. What are you gonna do? It's not all. Yeah. It's not. It's not on us. None on us. If I JBL mean, we pick and choose like what, what we want to
1: share, said. but I think that was a big story. So,
0: yeah. Look, Ice Train said it. We didn't coax him into saying it. Yeah. we working. And out. how did you
1: find out JBL was? Oh, he told you. Done.
0: I reached out to him today. I I try and follow up with all of our guests and uh, to see if they got our T-shirts and if they had a good time and all that stuff. So, try I try and be as professional as possible.
1: Oh, I think you do swell.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Jax is—he uh, disappeared. So, he's gonna—I'm re- sure he's gonna retor- retry. JBL
1: was not. I had yeah,
0: yeah. even I
1: wasn't sure that JBL would ever actually see it.
0: Oh, but. whatever. Who cares? He said, uh, "Uh, yeah, my son received it. Thank you. Been on the road. Just tell my buddy JBL to come out of retirement and run night, so we can settle it. That's all because he didn't like my comments. I guess. Thank you guys. You got JBL's attention. He's listening for sure. Told you he had a great lariat, but he upset."
1: Yo, that's so great. Like, yo, let's not be... Let's
2: see.
0: Oh, we did not connect to audio. I don't know why you can't connect to audio. I know. We can't hear you, and you can't
1: hear us. I don't know. Listen, I mean, we knew Ice Chain was no fool, man. He he, He knew what he was saying. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he had to have known that right. he was going to get heat. Not heat, but, like, mentions for that.
0: Sure. He's got a cheese cheese. Well, I mean, he's not, look, he wrestled in Germany. He did his thing with JBL. It is what it is, right? I might have to give him the phone number and have him call in. Kevin and Matt. Oh, excuse
1: me. Uh, we are here live in the Shining Wizards podcast. ShiningWizards.com. Twitter.com backslash Shining Wizards. I don't even know if that's real. Facebook.com. Shining Wizards at Pro Wrestling Tease at Wizards Podcast. Guys, I want to be performing some stand-up comedy soon. This is how you filibuster with no better ideas.
0: I think you're doing a great job, Kevin.
1: Oh, thank you, Matt. See if... Connecting to audio. I like it. I like what I'm seeing. I like what I'm seeing.
0: I wonder if I can invite him. I invite somebody.
1: All right, so yeah, prowrestlingtees sorry, sorry,
0: we're trying to figure
1: this out. Yeah, I'm just gonna plug our stuff. Yeah, Patreon dot slash shining wizards. Wizards podcast.
0: Wizards podcast all across the board.
1: Oh, that's right, baby. That's a big board too. I love our board. It is. Our board is huge. It's like a smorgasbord.
0: Oops. Stuff. I need to do that. <laughs> I'm on Tony's. I'm on the wizard's account. We put that dumb. There's that dumb picture of that dumb duck up there. Now I have to try and find. All right, this, for those
1: who are not watching on Facebook, this phone. Fo- if I look, can find this, like if we're listening to audio. Like I guess Matt is on Tony's account, and yes. Tony has like a stuffed duck as his like away picture. Jack Stane has this like, incredible picture of himself and his, his entrance gear. uh Incredible leather jacket, biceps flexing. Mine is myself and let's see here. I think it's still me and the Undertaker and Paul Bearer. as a kid. And Matt is Tony's stuffed duck.
0: Yeah, it's not mine.
1: I didn't put it there. I know. Do it again, Matt. What? If you can, I know you're. I know you're working hard, but this is too hysterical, not to... <laughs> you You're watching on Facebook.
0: I don't think you could see when you go to the picture. I don't think people see the picture on Facebook, though.
1: On Facebook, they don't see it. No, so you what's just the point the of the video? picture?
0: Then? So when you punch out of the the conversation, I gotta find this stupid uh, fucking phone number. All right, well,
1: I'm working on the, it here. We're working. Took the, took the air out of my sails with that. Sorry, big guy. <laughs>
0: Let's see. Let's see. Let's see.
1: Jax. Dane. Jax.
0: Dane. I ain't going through it. I ain't editing shit either. So this is all stayed in
1: there. Hey, man, this is episode 533. This is what we do on multiples of threes. Right? Yes, 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 yes. Yes. I'm trying to think, who did we have? Who Miko was the
0: last guy that called him, but I think Tony reached out to Miko.
1: Yeah, but Miko had audio, he just didn't have video.
0: Right, but I think there's a way I can give him the phone number and then he can call in and then just do it through, like, a phone. I just have to find that information. There we there go. Is. Connected audio. Mr. Dane, how are
5: you? Yeah. Awesome, man. Sorry about that. I'm not sure what was going on there.
0: It's okay. It's technology. It's uh, it's the continuation of 2020
1: into
5: 2021. <laughs> Good, Good point, man. Good point. Well, we, uh, Yo, Jack. Out. Let me
1: ask you something. I gotta ask Jack something right off the bat because I noticed this a lot with people that are jacked as fuck. Um, you got the wrong is guy. Is there a guy? reason? Is there a reason why like the baseball shirts like make people look like insanely more buff than yeah. they are? Because like you look like intensely
5: jacked, and I think it's the shirt. No, nah, man, it's just it's just the color pattern, man. It's just the way the colors like. A thin t-shirt and the colors are the, the colors enhance my eyes man that's what it is <laughs> well,
1: very- yeah, your eyes are really jacked
5: <laughs> good deal man no it's just it's just the baseball tees man they always um you know guys that, that seem to be fit they they seem to fit really well i don't know why but but they do so um yeah i, I don't mind wearing them that's for sure
0: <laughs> well, we don't mind having you on the show. Former NWA world champion. You can see him every week on NWA Power. We are on the road to When Our Shadows Fall. This past right this past week on Power, it was a very interesting match between you and Slice Boogie. And the ending has a lot of people yeah. talking. Uh, for those that missed it, Crimson came out to cheer you on. Towel in hand. We don't think he was going to throw it in because... You're Jack Stain. You're a monster. You're the. What I,
5: the I, I wouldn't think he'd throw it in either, but why the hell did he bring the towel out with him?
0: You know what? That is another great question. We got a lot of questions here. So you inadvertently hit Crimson. He falls to the floor.
5: Right not? A, yeah, accident, man. Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, blew my mind. Um, you know, I wasn't expecting him to be on the apron, first off, but the fact that he was there, I think, probably had my well being in mind or, or what have you. Man, who knows? But, uh, you know, Slice Boogie was one step ahead of us there. Got out of the way. I was pretty pissed because of the chair shots. And, and you know, he put the chair on my neck, which I didn't appreciate. Uh, but he was one step ahead right there at the end. So, and Berkeley crashed into to Crimson. You said it.
0: So, the interesting thing is now Crimson is down. You go to check on your friend, your tag team partner. He's clearly hurt. And you take the towel. You throw the towel in on yourself.
5: Yeah, man. I mean some things are bigger than winning and losing, right? I mean, at the end of the day, if, if you've got somebody that you're, you're, not only is your colleague and your, your tag team partner, right? Uh, but somebody that you travel with, that you work out with, that you go to dinner with, that you hang out with, um, you know, you drink beer with, uh, all, all the stuff that the dudes do, right? And, and, and you see he's down and you see he's out. I mean, some things are to, to me, some things are more important than winning. And, and that was just a scenario where, uh, you know, I've been an NWA world champion. I've been an NWA national champion. I've been an NWA North American champion. been the NWA Texas champion. Uh, I was the BOW NWA Branded Outlaw champion. I was the NWA world team champion with, with Rob Conway at one point. Oh yeah, I've been to the mountaintop with the NWA man. A, a win or a loss over Slash Boogie in a ser- scenario like that doesn't make me or break me, right? Um, and, and my dude is down, and you never ever, under any circumstances, leave your wingman. So I didn't leave my wingman.
1: We'll come back to that in just a second. But this question, before I forget it, I just got to ask: You've mentioned all your accomplishments in the NWA, and someone who's been around there uh, for so long. Are you happy? And are you like? Super excited to see where the NWA is now, and is this like the most, like prestigious that we've seen it since yesteryear of like Rose oh, and I, Flair I, and absolutely, race?
5: Absolutely, man. I mean, one thing that I that I think gets misconstrued or lost in in this discussion, and it's a very fair discussion versus regime change and who owns and who's making decisions, right? I think I think those are very fair discussions for people to have. But the, the thing that I don't want to get lost in that is who are your 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 four champions during that Tharp era. Right. And I don't ever want to take anything away from those guys. Uh, Tenzan, one of the most decorated wrestlers in the history of professional wrestling. Uh, Satoshi Kojima, again, uh, an absolute legend in new Japan. Um, and as a Japanese wrestler, remember Rob Conway, right. Uh, World tag team champion for the WWE. Um and just a storied career throughout OVW and and so on and so forth. Super successful in his own right. World Tag Team Champion with me. We competed in Tag League over in New Japan. So, although it's very fair to say the prestige and the honor and the the NWA drive is coming back, and Billy Corgan, Nick Aldis, and that team doing a fantastic job, and I'm really really proud to be on that team. Right? Not. Uh, I don't want that misconstrued at all. Those guys have been nothing but fantastic to me as as a person and as a wrestler. Well, I also don't want to diminish that those three, those three guys, not myself included, but those three guys, you can stack their resume with, with any of the champions of the past outside of maybe Harley race, Ric Flair, and and some of those guys, right. That, that um, get all the, all the acknowledgements that they should, I mean, Kojima, Tenzan, and Conway were three great, great NWA world champions. And, and then if you go back just a little bit further, you've got Carino, you got Adam Pierce, you got AJ Styles, uh, Ron Killings. I mean, uh, Christian, I mean, shit, you can, you can name a ton of guys that weren't carrying the torch when it was at what the historians see as the pinnacle and, and maybe even where we are now, but where they see to be going now. But man, there's some there's some great, great NWA World Champions in that stretch.
1: Absolutely, and I couldn't agree more. And uh, and I mean, you could speak to this uh, more than I can. How do those guys feel about holding the NWA World Championship? Did they see it as a dark era or did they see it as "Wow, I'm the NWA champion"?
5: No, man, you're you're on you're you're at the top of the food chain at that point, right? I mean, you're the great white shark swimming in the ocean. I mean, it's still the NWA world title, and, and Nick Aldis has done a fantastic job. Cody Rhodes did a fantastic job wow. of, of re-energizing, revitalizing that championship. And then the person we can't forget in all of this, in between the Thorpe regime and and what's going on now with Billy Corgan, is Tim Storm. Yep. I mean, Tim Storm was the perfect guy in the perfect position at the perfect time. Fans loved him during the transition. They love him now. He's everything that an NWA world champion should be, should have been, and should be. So you take those guys and you mesh them together. Tim was the perfect torchbearer from one regime to the next. He's still a huge part of what the NWA is doing. Um, I lost the NWA world championship to him, so I have a lot of respect for him, but he really is, man, when you when you peel away all the layers of of wrestling, Tim Storm is one of my favorite people and favorite opponents and, and one of my better friends in the wrestling business.
0: And, and I don't think too many people can throw the term friends around when they talk about the wrestling business, but I think people that are familiar with Tim Storm always associate him uh, with friendship and I've never heard anyone say a bad word about him.
5: NWA... Tim. You, you can't if, if if you hear somebody say something negative about Tim Storm, you should question them because I can't give you a reason that anyone should ever say something negative about tim storm uh
0: and let's not uh discount your run four hundred nineteen days n w a world heavyweight champion uh you also mentioned your tag team with ron Conway the iron the iron gods uh I'm a big new uh, japan guy okay love yeah. loved. Loved you guys in New Japan. I know it was a brief run, but, but uh, you know, you guys showing up a power struggle against Tenkozy and KES was awesome. Uh, your, your stuff with Tenkozy was awesome. For you, what did it mean uh, so early in your career to be in Japan, let alone, as you mentioned, share a ring with Tenzan and Kojima, who have all the accolades in, in New Japan pro wrestling?
5: Well, you 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 hit the nail on the head, man. I mean, what a lot of people don't realize, and and honestly, I hadn't verbalized this a lot in in podcasts or interviews or what have you. But when I when we won the NWA World Tag Team Championships in Japan in that match you're talking about with Tenzan Kojima, Harry Lance, uh, that was probably somewhere between my 26th and 30th match I'd ever had as a professional wrestler. So. To be on that stage, at that stage of my career, man, it, it it was a huge honor. And I'm not, I really don't know how to verbalize how I feel about it because I didn't know what I didn't know when I was there, right. if that makes sense. So yeah. the magnitude of, of that match and that position hadn't really sank in to me because I really hadn't been doing it that long at that point. Um, I had taken a long break in between when I initially got trained and when I started wrestling again because my mother was sick with cancer. So I took six, seven years off, man, where wrestling wasn't on the forefront. I was just working, normal human being, civilian dude, just trying to to take care of my my mom and my family and help out and and do that. And and then all of a sudden, here I am wrestling again and and thrust directly into – um, some pretty prominent positions, but that's just a testament, man, to the one, the people that I was teaming with, the people that I was wrestling against, and the guys that laid down the foundation for, for my training. I mean, Rip Rogers, Nick Densmore, uh, Rob Conway at that point were, were the three guys that had trained me. Um, Danny Davis uh, a little bit, and, and obviously some Jim Cornette at OBW was 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 in that mix as well as the guys that – I had spent some time with uh, Micah Taylor, who wrestles out of Georgia now. He, he was there with me. He was really helpful in my initial training, um, more so than, than probably he should have been, and, and I'm grateful to him for that. So I, I was in a prominent position really, really quickly, and I probably wasn't, not probably I wasn't polished enough for that position but my foundation and my basics were pretty strong because of who trained me and where I learned and where I began my career so man to to go back now and be in some positions like that especially with those guys would be a lot more fun a lot more enjoyable and a whole different experience for me
0: how was the culture shock for you go being in Japan
5: uh, no, uh, that... not not bad, man. Because I, I I traveled a lot. I mean, i 't been to Japan before, not um, on, on some business stuff, Mexico, so on and so forth. So the the culture shock is not so much um, as much as and wrestling is pretty much a universal language, right? Um, so you you figure it out pretty quick. We
0: had uh we had Lance Archer on the show, and he talked about eating the raw horse meat did you have an opportunity to indulge in some horse meat?
5: Man, no, uh, I'm not wrong. Anyway. <laughs> uh, but, but I had to eat a lot of sushi, but obviously that, that's much different. No, um, um, I, I didn't have the raw horse meat, but we did, you know, we, we got to experience a lot of the culture and, and I'm glad you brought up Lance Archer, man, another dude that has just really redefined himself. You know, he and Harry were together as a team for a long time as KES over in Japan. And, and ups and downs as a team, on top of the world, and, uh, for what feels like I'm sure for Lance, is sometimes on the bottom of the totem pole. But then had a massive singles run where he kind of redefined himself, stepped out of what he was normally doing, added some things to his um, added some things to his offense, went out on a limb, and, and and is doing a fantastic job as as one of the very very best big men in wrestling right now.
0: Absolutely. Kevin, I thought you had a and, question and speaking
1: before. Of, speaking of big men, it, I do, I'm sorry. Little, little lag here, little lag. Um, but Speaking of big men, I want to circle back to Crimson. Can you... Because Crimson had a very interesting career. A nice, a nice solid run in TNA. I don't know 100% about his independent his, his runs or NWA, but can you speak to what Crimson will end up meaning to the wrestling
5: business when it's all said and done? Oh, man, I think... And- a similar journey to mine in a sense and when he had his success at TNA he was still really really early in his career but here you have this kid at the time was a kid right he was 6'6 he was 270 pounds what do you do with him well you, you put him on TV because that's what they were doing with guys <laughs> like that at the time and um, he did great I mean and, and he, he forged some relationships and he is a very good professional wrestler, and he also gives back to the business because he's got his school. He runs his own promotion, tried and true, out of Clarksville, Tennessee. Um, but I think it, it would be unfair for me to predict what Crimson will, will mean to the business when it's said and done, because he realistically means so much to the business now, especially in the Tennessee market, because he's preparing a lot of people for careers in this, and he, he's employing a lot of people with with tried and true and and a lot of the events, uh, he was the infrastructure and his school was the infrastructure for, for a lot of what goes on with some of the bigger companies. I don't want to name names, but when they come to Nashville, they use him as an infrastructure and so on and so forth. So he's already meant quite a bit to the to the wrestling industry. But I think Crimson is still really young, man, uh, in, in the grand scheme, especially now on how guys are, are working, you know, into their 30s and, and 40s and even into their 50s. Crimson is still really young. He's got a, a, a lot of a lot of leather left on his shoes, man, on his boots. He'll he'll get a lot done between now and when he's done, and, and it's hard to say um, what his contribution to the wrestling business will be. Wrestling is 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 a finicky business in a sense that uh, you can be sitting at home on Monday. Literally, I was sitting at home on on a excuse me on a Tuesday with nothing on my books. Uh, business called me on a Wednesday and said, can you be at TV on Thursday? We're putting you with Crimson. A guy I'd never meet, we're, we're putting you on TV. So, uh, I mean, any of the major companies could pick Anthony or Crimson up at any time, and he'd be an asset for them. His brain is, is – for the business is good. His business mind is good. So, I mean, you you stick him in the right spot on the right TV show, and he he's a megastar. Uh, I truly believe that. And I think the NWA sees him as a megastar right now, and I think it's just a matter of time before he's he's making some big waves there as well.
0: We are on the line with Jax Dane, at the Jax Dane on Twitter, uh, Jax underscore Dane on Instagram. Make sure you're following him. Uh, you spoke of Crimson this Saturday night, SWE Fury, demolition at Dean's. Uh the last show at Eddie Dean's ranch in downtown
5: okay,
1: Town. Let me, let me, let me <laughs> That's all right. I'd rather, ta- I'd rather I'd rather a dog bark than see Matt's cat's butt in my face for the
0: Don't jinx time. it, Kevin. Don't jinx it.
1: He's been back there the entire time.
0: Yeah,
5: we okay, no, go a- here we go.
0: All right. So this Saturday night, SWE Fury. You and Crimson, the War Kings, you're returning the SWE. Uh, for those not familiar with the promotion, tell us a little bit about it. We have had Teddy Long on. We've had Moonshine Mantell on. I know he's got a big cage. Oh man, match.
5: Moonshine's another one of my favorite dudes. The world don't know about yet, right? Dude, he's right? so I awesome. Know
1: about Moonshine, so yet, awesome.
2: Know.
0: They will, they will. He's big cage match this weekend against Max, Max Castellanos. Um, but SWE Fury. Doing huge things down there in, in the south, uh, south southwest, southeast, I don't know. What do you consider, Texas?
5: Texas is southwest-ish. Uh,
0: southwest, <laughs> huge, huge show this weekend, though. Teddy Long, the boogeyman, big cast, Enzo's making his debut, Eva Lee, Rodney Mack, Selena De La Renta, the War Kings, Mr. Jack Steen himself there. Uh, and as I rumored, mentioned.
5: Rumored that we'll be there rumored oh, that I'm we'll sorry. be there rumored my apologies we're, we're rumored you know uh yeah those guys out in texas man sw is a big deal right now like you said teddy long is involved mark henry's involved james beard who is legendary in his own right as a referee official booker so on and so forth i mean huge huge in texas james beard is as far as his, his wrestling knowledge um, and then the whole list that you named is just outstanding talent. And there's local guys, Bam Bam Malone, Moonshine Mantel, Max is local to, to Texas. Ryan Davidson's out there. He's fantastic. Another one that the world doesn't know about yet. Um, Stone, another one that the world doesn't know about yet. So there's a lot of talent out in Texas that it's just a matter of time before, before a lot of these kids get, get noticed and get put on a major TV show.
1: Can you can you just talk a, a couple seconds about your time at Impact as that tag team veterans of war with uh with Crimson? What was that like for you? How was that experience for you?
5: It, it was cool, man. Where, where I really really struggled with that, and and, and it took um, uh, I don't know, it it took a lot of convincing from from Abyss and and Jeff, Jared, and and Anthony Crimson, is that they had me build as a former soldier, right? And I come from a military family; both my uncles. I've uh, served in the military, and I've got a lot of close friends that are, that are military, whether it be Marines, Army, what have you, and, and and I didn't serve. So they had me build as a former soldier, right, and I really struggled with being comfortable with that. Not so much with the, the role on, on TV, right, because that's one thing, but when you do the, the meet and greets or you do the um, um, the independent shows and, and and you have fans and and former soldiers thanking you for your service and you know that that you didn't serve even though you're playing a role man that that turned to my stomach it, it did and it no fault to, to impact whatsoever right I mean because the, they were justified in, in where they were on that decision um, just for me I never did get comfortable with being billed as a former soldier I have too much respect for the military and what goes on and and Crimson really had to talk me through being okay with that And so outside of that caveat to to the time we spent at Impact, I mean, I had a great time. I mean, those guys there, LAX, Ortiz and Santana, fantastic dudes to work with. Homicide was there in in some form or fashion. Loki was there. Uh, You you know, you go down the list of the dudes that were there and, man, it was a lot of fun to be there. Eddie Kingston was around. I mean, uh, so... My time at Impact was fantastic, except for being billed as a former soldier, and that's just something I wasn't comfortable portraying. It was hard to do, man.
1: Yeah, and I don't want to I don't want to harp on that, but just like to hear you like talk about the camaraderie amongst the guys in the locker room. It's just like it's so refreshing to hear in a in like a world that where you seem to navigate towards negativity. Right. On. It's just like so. It's so cool to hear that. You know, because we, we have nothing but love for all those guys that you just mentioned, literally all of them.
5: Well, how, how can you not love them, man? I mean, they're, they're just good people. And and at the end of the day, look, we, it, it, unfortunately, right, in the past year, 18 months, two years, had a lot of people pass away in wrestling. Yeah. And nobody, very few, and I don't, don't want to talk about any of them by name, none of them by name, but none of them people are saying, oh, he was great in the ring, or, oh, his hip toss was outstanding, or, man, he could sell, or, no, all they talk about is, damn, he was such a good dude. He loved his family, or, or he did this, or, man, he made me feel this way. At the end of the day, when it's all said and done, man, all that matters on this planet is how you treat people and how people, are, how people perceive how you treat people. and And so for me, how can you not love those guys, right? Definitely. Are all of them great professional wrestlers? Am I a great professional wrestler? Who cares?
4: Definitely.
0: Who
5: cares? Are you good people? That's what matters. Uh,
0: you you talk about good people and you can, you talk about the Impact uh, Locker Room. Not comparing, but the NWA Locker Room seems like they are uh, stacked to the gills with just awesome people. We've had Aaron Stevens on the show. <laughs> uh, we mentioned, to, you know, you talked about Tim Storm, a uh, fantastic dude. What's it like now for you? In the pandemic, you go back to the NWA, you're doing the tapings with that locker room.
5: It's super cool, man, because a a handful of those guys, so Aaron Stevens, Chris Masters, and and Pope, right? We all started at OVW together around the same time. A lot of people don't know that, but I was there for a couple of years before my mom got sick. So Pope, Aaron Stevens, um, and Chris Masters were, were were in the the wwe class with me even though i wasn't signed i was in the class with them and so on and so forth so being reunited with those three guys alone was a lot really cool for me because i get to see my old friends right um but then when you you get outside of a couple of these those guys what's funny is is social media has the ability and it's not just in wrestling it's in it's in basketball it's in football it's in baseball all these players or, or all these performers you get a feel of who they are way before you ever meet them right? So you, you've had you, you've got guys like Perro and Kratos and and um, Trevor Murdoch and you, you're going into locker rooms with these guys and you may have never met them but you feel like you know them because you're online with them all the time so when you do finally meet them they're just an extension of, of basically what their social media is seems to be so you're not walking into not knowing these guys you're you're pretty comfortable with them and in most cases man I can't think of anybody any one person that's turned out to be not as advertised I, down at the NWA man it's been pretty cool since since um since, since I've been there
0: when you look up and down the roster obviously you just work with Slice Boogie uh you and Crimson the War Kings you're still doing stuff uh the NWA tag uh, division seems to be a bit in disarray. Uh, uh, J.R. Kratos and Aaron Stevens are not on the same page. So what does that mean for the NWA tag team titles? Is there somebody you want to work with who you haven't had the opportunity yet? And is there a tag team you guys are looking to face?
5: Oh, well, tag teams is is bring on all comers, man. I mean, as you can see advertised for tomorrow, it's it's us versus the end, which is super cool couple big, you know, bunch of big dudes in there hitting each other so that that's going to be pretty dope. Uh but for me singles, I mean the man at the the top of the food chain, right? I, I mean, if you don't want to wrestle the man at the top of the food chain, what are you doing? And you know, right now I'm focused on being a tag team wrestler with with Crimson, but at some point I I feel like as a former NWA World Champion, I mean, I like my chances. And 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 quite frankly, Nick Alders is a wonderful NWA world champion, super talented, super accomplished. But has he really stepped in there with somebody that's six, four, weighs 300 pounds and can go? I'm not sure he has. Not someone like me that's been a former champion. Now, by no means is this me calling out the champ because I feel like. I I need... Call him out. Call him out right, no, right no. now. No, that's, that's call not him out. How I work. You see, I, it's not how I work. I let my work. speak for itself so if i climb the ladder and i can face all this i like my chances but like i said earlier i really enjoy having a teammate being with with crimson so right now our focus as you guys put into words um those guys aren't on the same page i think they're ripe for the picking so put us in the ring with them and let's see what happens i like our chances
0: now i'm going to throw a hypothetical out to you mr dane Two weeks from now, there will be a 14-man battle royal. If the last two men are Jack Stane and Crimson, are you guys both on the same page in terms of oh. this is for a shot at the NWA World Championship? We are friends. We are teammates. But uh, at the end of the day, we got to get – one of us has to get that shot and uh, hopefully well, we get paid. When,
5: when, we are, when, when we are billed as the War Kings, right, That's and right. it's a tag match, then never leave your wingman, that's my deal, Um, unless he may be injured. However, when we're billed as singles, his ass can get it just like the next guy. If we're we're the last two people in the the battle royal, right, why wouldn't I throw his ass out? I mean, 10 pounds of gold is 10 pounds, and it, it looks good around my waist, it's been there before. So yeah. as much as I, I, I love having him as my tag team partner, and I don't want to not be his tag team partner, if we're billed as singles in a battle royal, he would toss my ass out first chance he got. So, I mean, that is what it is. We, It's kind of like the, the Dukes of Hazard, right? Bo bet. and Luke had each other's back yeah. until they didn't.
0: That's it. You can, fi- you can fight your brother, but nobody else can fight your brother.
5: But nobody else can, exactly.
0: <laughs> so that's where we are. You mentioned the 10 pounds of gold. Um, how much did it mean to you when you were given that
5: opportunity to be the NWA World Heavyweight Champion? Well, it's the most special thing in, in, in my professional wrestling career uh, for a couple reasons. One, I have a pretty close personal relationship with Tenzan, so being able to to win it from Tenzan was a huge deal for me. Being able to win it from somebody that has such um, an accomplished resume. I, and Literally, one of the top I don't even want to put a number on it one of the very best professional wrestlers of all time right I mean all over the world Um, but then then the pressure comes on and you you wonder to yourself you know what what do I want to do with with my time as champion right and if you look all I really wanted to do with that title man was to carry that that championship and the title of NWA world champion with a level of of credibility and respect and prestige that anybody who was a champion before me or after me would look at my time and say, Hey, he did a, he did a good job. He represented us well. And, and as long as I think, uh, I, I can get that. I'm pretty happy with it.
0: We are on the line with Jack Dane at the Jacks Dane on Twitter, Jacks underscore Dane on the Instagram. Uh, were you surprised? So obviously, N.W. former N.W.A. World Heavyweight Champion. We talked about it before with uh that small down period. Were you surprised to see uh the fan support for the N.W.A. when Billy Corgan kind of, kind of put a new paint of coat on it and uh, and threw it on YouTube about a year and a half ago?
5: No, not not really surprised. I mean, it, it was kind of expected because it is wrestling, new wrestling companies or or repolished or or a new painted coat wrestling companies like you you uh, described it there, right? It's, it's, let's think about it like a, like a nightclub in a sense, or a gym for that matter, right? Every time a new gym or a new nightclub opens with some kind of fanfare and prestige and what, you're going to have people flock to it because they want to see what it's about. But it's your job to make them come back. And that's what Billy Corgan, Nick Aldis, and their team did. A lot of people came, but a lot of people came back. And then when those people came back, then the word of mouth, now more people are coming, right? So something new, something refurbished, something repolished, a new paint of coat, you're always going to make a splash when you start. But it's can you keep them coming back? And that's what Billy Corgan and, and, and Nick Aldis and the team have done.
0: Yeah, I think there's. I think they really they hit a nerve with, with the wrestling fan who longs for the a wrestling event, not sports entertainment. They want to watch professional wrestling. And I think the NWA does a phenomenal job of, of towing the line. Yes, there's entertainment, there's silly stuff, but at the end of the day, I think NWA power and the NWA represents professional wrestling uh, a lot better than some companies, in my opinion.
5: Well, and, and you, you're fair to have your opinion. And, and quite frankly, for, for my opinion as well, it works well for me. It's what I like. Um, I grew up on the studio shows. A lot of people grew up on the studio shows and everything in, in life and business is cyclical, right? I mean, if we look at, if we look at who's, who's watching stuff and who's spending money now, uh, a lot of the stuff that we grew up on are coming back in style, classic cars, the old Jordans, the throwback jerseys, all that shit is, is cool again, right? Because that's what people grew up on people want to continue on that legacy of their life of what they grew up on. And, and that's why the NWA does such a good job of attracting true wrestling fans is it's, it's a throwback to what they grew up on and, and people enjoy that. And they love that. And that's not to take away from anything that anybody else is doing, because there's a lot of companies doing really great things. We're just a little different flavor.
0: Uh, let me ask you 2019, uh, Bobby Eaton night of appreciation. You got to wrestle the barbarian
5: coolest, coolest night, man. Coolest night. And, and not only did I get to wrestle barbarian that night, but, um, I got to sit and talk for probably about 45 minutes. I, you know, it's kind of taboo to, to, to watch the, uh, the event from the crowd, right. When you're, when you, when you're on the event, but this was such a crazy special night. Um, and there was so much talent there, like legends talent there. Yeah. It once, once I wrestled Barb, it was like third or fourth match. I can't remember, but it was it was pretty early in the night, which which I was happy about. I got to watch the rest of the event with Tracy Smothers. Man, I I, I sat on my ass out there uh, with Tracy. Who, you know, I, I wasn't near as close to Tracy as a lot of the Tennessee guys were because I I came up in Kentucky and then spent a lot of time out in Texas. But Tracy was always really, really, really good to me, man. He would always – every time him and Ricky Morton would ask me when I'm going to start lifting weights, every time I saw him. So Tracy is super cool cat, and, and the wrestling world is, is worse without him in it for sure. But um, – um, and that's why we – so many of us have agreed to do his invitational that, that Sean Spears is putting together later in the year um, is – I got to sit with him that night. So not only did I get to wrestle Barbarian, right, which is as cool as the world in a, in a bucket list if you grew up like I did, uh, getting to sit and watch the rest of the night with, with Tracy and getting to hug Bobby, and, and, and that was just a cool night, man. But that's, that's when I think of that match, I think of more uh, of sitting with Tracy for about 45 minutes to an hour there watching the rest of the event.
0: And you mentioned the Tracy Smothers Memorial Invitational Tournament, November 13th, Springfield, Tennessee. Uh, I'm sure there will be a way to watch it if you can't be in Springfield, Tennessee. Uh,
5: but you, you will be a part of that show? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Fantastic. I mean, God willing, and, and everything lines up like it's supposed to. I have committed to that so uh, and, and will happily be there.
0: Jax, uh, what does – what now you mentioned the workings you're focused on being a tag team wrestle. So is the future in NWA, those NWA tag team titles?
4: Absolutely. That's right.
0: And then are we going open challenge across the board? You'll take on everybody.
5: I like our chances, man. I mean, I mean, we're big, strong dudes, man. We're hard to beat. Right. I mean, it, it's, it's funny. So many guys, they'll they'll tell you, oh, I'm the baddest guy in the world. I'm this, I'm that, we're this. We can beat anybody. Open challenge. Look, man, anybody can beat anybody on on a given day in, in the world of sports. But one thing I can promise if you climb in there with us, you'll know you've been in a fight. We may not win every match. We may not be the baddest team in the world. may not be the most technical team in the world. But if you climb your ass in that ring with us, we're going to punch you in the face. And tomorrow morning, you are going to feel it. <laughs> So we like our chances, man. I mean, again, it's the old cliche of, oh, we're the baddest team in the world. Come face us and, and you'll lose. Well, it may not be the case, but we, you will take an ass whooping. Is
0: there a tag team that is not in the NWA that you would like to get in the ring with since this uh, wrestling forbidden door has been essentially kicked wide open?
5: Oh man, there's a, tons of great teams out there. I mean, you can name them all from, from top to bottom, man. I mean, yeah, the, all the teams at AEW are great. The the WWE guys are great. I mean, you go down the list, they're, they're all good. Everybody's good. Yeah. Um, Young Bucks are great. I mean, it would have been a dream come true to wrestle Kazarian and Daniels, right? I mean, that would have been, right. um, you know, for me, that, that was probably my favorite tag team in the world, just to be honest. I, I love watching those guys. Um, you, you've got the, the – the viking raiders i think you know rowan i've got some some crazy crazy battles under our belt we used to live together he's one of my very best friends i think the world of todd too i think uh, or Hanson. i think that or, or what i now they call him I-Voy now. So, <laughs> i mean you can go down the list of all of the there's great tag teams out there man in every company um uh, Taven and Bennett seem to be back together over at ROH. You know, yeah, Conway are. and I wrestled those guys over in new Japan. So, um, there, there's a lot going on there. There's that new young team that is great. Varsity blondes, um, Ortiz and, and, and Santana again. I mean, you, you can go down the list. There's great tag teams outside of the NWA everywhere. We, we'll wrestle anybody.
0: I love it. I love it. At the Jax Dane on Twitter, Jax underscore Dane on Instagram. June 6th NWA When Our Shadows Fall will be on Fight TV every Tuesday night. The NWA is on Fight TV. Um make sure you check it out. It's a couple bucks for the month. It's a great value. Um and of course this Saturday, uh SWE Fury, you go to swefury.com, you can get tickets for the TV tapings. There's a meet and greet in the afternoon. Maybe the War Kings will be there. Maybe they won't. But uh if there's a payday
5: Over. If it's a pie, rumored we'll be there, rumored right? If but, a, but, man, there, there's a couple. Of, I mean, SWE's doing such great things. I mean, has anybody seen Rodney Mack lately? I mean, dear God, he's in the best shape of his entire life. He looks he's great. Killing he it. Yeah. He, he, he's literally one of the baddest men on the planet. Charlie Haas is there destroying people. He's in the best shape of his life as well. I mean, it's crazy the talent that SWE has on hand right now um you know mark henry's there from time to time uh making appearances and doing things like you said boogeyman kaz molina you you can go down the list of guys that are there and then like you said the very what i think is the very best feud in professional wrestling right now max and moonshine if people haven't been following that man they need to to, to get on that ticket because my goodness those guys have been killing each other
0: and you could get all that stuff at SWE dot com. They got links up there to the social media, Facebook, uh, YouTube, Twitter, the whole nine yards. You can watch episodes on uh, I think that they're, they're on fight TV, too, right? Yep. Yes. You can watch episodes on fight TV. Those are free. So check them out. Uh, Jax, it's been an absolute pleasure. We'd love to have you back on in the future before we let you go. Is there anything you want to leave us with?
5: No, man, you guys have, have done a fantastic job. I really appreciate you knowing knowing where I'll be in the next few weeks and and, and plugging that stuff and getting that information out there for SWE and NWA, man. Uh, the pay-per-view where our shadows fall is going to be a big deal. Got to, From what I understand, there's going to be some surprises there that people aren't going to expect. So uh, you can figure Billy Corgan's always got something up his sleeve. Yeah, exactly. So – that's what makes it fun, man, in, in professional wrestling now is, is can we keep the surprises surprises, right? Because there's so much information out there, rumors out there, you know, those rumors where it's – but, but um, man, thank you guys for having me on. I really do appreciate it. And let's, uh, let's get back on here at, with, with me and Crimson when we win those NWA World Tag Team titles and those SWE Tag Team titles. And um, let's, let's, let's have a championship party
0: absolutely you oh. have an open invite mr dane uh anytime you. you want to come back on just reach out let us know and i mailed Appreciate your t you. i mailed your t-shirt today so you should be getting that in a couple of days awesome hope it's a medium yeah we well i mean i don't know if you're gonna i mean <laughs> you i mean you could probably make it work because you have muscles but if i tried to squeeze into a medium i'd look like 10 pounds of shit in a five pound bag
5: hey man it is what it is brother <laughs> Have a great day, fellas! Thanks for having me. Thank you, Jax. Thank you, Enjoy the rest of your night. Appreciate you. Good luck yes, going sir. forward.
0: At Jax Dane, follow him on the Twitter at the Jax Dane, uh, Instagram Jax underscore Dane. The War Kings are killing it. He's doing big things. Uh, SWE Fury, uh, NWA, great guy. Fun interview.
1: God, oh, such a great guy, man. Like <laughs> legit. Like it's hard to tell sometimes when like people are, like posturing for an interview or they're actually like a legit good guy. That's a legit good guy.
0: Yeah, he was awesome.
1: Yeah, that's a legit, legit good human being right there. The old Jax.
0: Jax Dane. Great Apple
1: time. Jax, if you will.
0: Little uh, uh, issues with the uh, the audio, but we figured it out. Great talk. Such a history. Uh, I'm so happy he joined us.
1: Yeah, I hope people realize, like, I, I'm not going to pretend to be like a Jax Dane historian, because I'm not, but if we were able to help other people like know a little bit more about jackstein like that's like that's just incredible because he deserves it wait
0: now tony wait. was uh tony was trying to si- i guess he was trying to sign in from the the wizard zoom and it tried to kick me out
1: oh uh, oh what a dunk!
0: yeah well i don't know what he thought was gonna happen
1: so who do you think calls in first, Tony or, or, or Casey? Casey?
0: I don't know. We'll see. We're going to go from the beast to beauty, or we might get the beast to join in. Again. I don't know.
1: Jack Dane's a handsome, is a handsome guy.
0: Sure. Yeah, he's got them beautiful blue eyes that makes that shirt pop, but.
1: I don't know. he looked look exquisite, if I say so myself.
0: Kevin, can I give you a fun fact about Casey Catal?
1: You can give me all the fun facts you want about Casey Catal.
0: She's never done a show that Tony's been on.
1: She's been on twice, right?
0: And she's never been on the same show as Tony.
1: Once in studio at your place. Right. And once via the telephone, correct?
0: She was in studio uh she was at the uh my house too. Twice.
1: I wasn't there for that one then.
0: No, not the one where it was just me, her, and Gino Gots.
1: No, not at the not at the crib. I don't know why I wasn't there for that.
0: Neither do I. T Don can't hmm. connect to audio.
1: T Donk, who are you? Fucking he's, Doc Dane,
0: he's not connected. We can't hear you. Casey is apparently here, but she has no, no video. All right. What what, what kind of what I kind of rigmarole are no. we running here? No, no, can't hear you. Tony Donk, T Donk.
1: <laughs> Tony Donk, use his full government name, Matt.
0: <laughs> Donkomania. Now he can't connect to audio. What is happening <laughs> with our lives? Casey is here, oh, but oh, I don't. You can. Oh, now he's here. He's back. You just missed Jack Steen.
1: That was a great talk, Donk. There we Nothing. go. That? All right. All right. Better. I mean, I mean, it was better when you were silent. Oh, thanks, Kev.
4: All right, see you guys <laughs> later.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he beat me to it.
1: <laughs> oh.
0: Ah, Tony, how are you, buddy? No, no.
1: Stop it. Stop it. You we knock know you're it off.
0: You knock it off.
1: Fuck off. Knock oh. Amora it off.
0: I was just throwing <laughs> out facts. You've never been on the same show as Casey Catal.
4: Yay? Now, why would then, now, why you, would mean, you yay? say yay? Well, I, truth be told, I just came back from awake. But I figure <clears throat> it's apropos because I'm getting some practice. You want to know why? Why? Cause this girl's gonna get murdered by Dan Moff this Saturday in Linhouse, wow. New Jersey.
0: Wow, you just going right in hot, huh?
6: Hello. Oh.
0: Hello, Casey. Casey how are
6: how are the tomato of the week. What do you hear? Let me, what do you say? Let me just say something. So I tried to like open this on my computer, so now I'm on my cell phone. That was like horrific. I hate technology.
0: Well, you're here. You're with the Shining Wizards. You're not in studio. I'm here. I know. But it's, you know, there's it's a, a pandemic. Of course, you're wearing your your Dallas Mavericks fucking gear.
6: I figured I had to after our conversation.
0: I spent the afternoon trying to get the information to promote Casey's <laughs> upcoming events. And every other thing was a fucking Dallas Mavericks retweet.
2: Sorry. I
1: know. How did that happen? How did that happen? How uh, the Mavericks
6: uh Brandon, and then like during the pandemic, so I was a Lakers fan before that. And then um Brandon and me were just like watching all the games in the bubble, and I just fell in love with this team like to a weird degree. And now I'm obsessive, like obsessive.
1: Yeah, a <laughs> uh, little feisty Mark Cuban as the old uh, owner ski. He's oh, I the like, best. Actually,
6: yeah. he's the best. Yeah, oh,
1: you
0: know that's cute. Casey, Tom, I'm gonna tell you a story. Oh no! I have a couple of Mavericks stories. My old general manager was a, was a was a Dallas Mavericks fan, and he sent a, a letter to the Dallas Mavericks, and he said he thought they were doing such a great job and stuff. And Mark Cuban yeah. reached out to him and got him locker room passes for when they played the Nets.
6: Dude, I hear about this all the time. Like even when people email him because his email is public, like that he does like really cool shit for people.
0: And then a couple years ago, little Maddie Bowman. That's right. Little Maddie Bowman. He was that's buying right. some some basketball and baseball cards and he was, you know, maybe pretending to be a child and sending these baseball and basketball cards to these athletes looking for autographs. And I did in return get a Dirk Nowitzki autograph.
6: You told me about that. Yeah, that's my favorite story. I love that. Brandon would pay <laughs> you so much money for that. Oh, good. He can... uh,
0: I'll take a couple of shekels for it. I think it's just sitting in a cabinet.
6: Oh, yeah, he would die. That's his favorite of all time. So.
0: He could be little, little Brandon, little Brandon. He could send a couple
1: letters. <laughs> Full disclosure: I did have, I did have a Jason Kidd Dallas Mavericks jersey.
6: Cool, I have one too. Wow,
1: you just
0: jumped yeah. all! You're going all in on the Mavs,
6: but, huh?
1: I was a big, I, uh big Jason yeah. Kidd guy.
6: Yeah, I have like seven jerseys. I have like four sweatshirts, like four hats, like five t-shirts. I have custom shoes. Yeah
1: wow you went all in
0: you just dove right in
6: Uh Uh and
2: i see you uh (laughs) you started
0: collecting basketball cards too
6: yeah and i got a holographic luca and that's worth some money but i don't know if i ever would sell it so we'll see interesting
0: i also was telling kevin before we started the show i just got back into collecting baseball cards so
6: Brandon did too. He only collects baseball. He's like obsessed with it.
0: You tell Brandon I pulled a game memorabilia Mike Trout jersey the other day.
6: Cool. Yes. Oh yeah, he's gonna be jealous.
0: Be jealous. But That's Casey, cool. we're not here to talk about the Mavericks. We're not here to talk about baseball cards. We're here to talk about Casey Katal, the wrestler. You broke my heart a couple weeks ago. You beat my new favorite crush, Vita Von Oh, I'm sorry. For the for oh the, no. Oh, you're am sorry? I frozen?
6: No, you're not. Oh, sure. no. No, I'm not sorry for beating her now.
0: You're now the standalone wrestling women's champion. You're breaking my heart, though. I like Vita Von Star. I think she's very sexy.
6: I love Vita. I love Vita.
0: Why couldn't you just let her pin you?
6: Um, Because that's not what I do, bro. Yeah, that's not, not what how, I do.
1: That's not how wrestling works, Matt.
6: You get paid either way.
0: <laughs> you win or you lose. Jesus.
6: I mean, yeah, but then you get to have really cool matches with a really cool belt, so why would I want to lose?
0: I don't know. you got to travel outside state with that belt, though. It's going to become an inconvenience if you got to put in your carry-on, no?
6: I haven't thought about that yet because I've never had to go across state with belt. so thanks for uh, bringing that up.
0: Well, you beat my crush, so I'm going to be miserable about it, okay?
6: (laughs) Okay, sorry. Just don't tell my
0: wife, please.
6: (laughs) I won't, I won't. She
0: will literally murder me.
6: It's where, okay. Where I, I said, have a girl crush on Vita too. All
0: right. All right. Do you get a girl yeah, boner for her?
6: I don't think I'd go that far, but like borderline, I guess. Borderline.
2: Um, boner
1: line? <laughs>
2: boner line. Borderline. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks,
1: Kevin. That, that was my. This is what you can expect when I see you down in uh, Atlantic City on uh, for Boardwalk Buds. We'll be on that the weekend together.
6: <laughs> That's going to be so fun. I can't wait.
1: You are wrestling Carly Cruel. In the I can't cannabis wait,
6: you call- cup. Yeah. Charlie cruel. Yeah.
0: Charlie. Why did I write Carly? I
6: don't know. Oh, but I know okay. my
0: eyes were strained from scrolling through all your fucking Mavericks tweets <laughs> uh, at Katal Casey on Instagram at Katal Casey underscore on Instagram. Uh, excuse me. Let me try that again at Katal Casey <laughs> on Twitter at Katal Casey underscore on Instagram. You also Casey. Let's talk about your only fans.
6: Woo, it's the best thing I've ever done. I should have done it way longer ago, like for real.
0: Is it working out? Are all the creeps uh signing up for it?
6: You know what? There are more creepy people in my DMs on Instagram than there are on my OnlyFans. Wow. Yeah. And like everything I post on there is like super tasteful. Obviously, I'm not gonna promote that because then people aren't gonna subscribe. That's but right. you know what I mean? But like everything's super tasteful. Like Brandon like approves all the pictures. He's like, that looks great. That one looks good. Like it's the best you just make all this money just from posting ridiculous stuff so
1: so casey if i started an only on only what mm-hmm. would you recommend i do
6: you got to find a niche so like mm-hmm. something that people are into and like something that you like like a lot of my stuff is like sports related so i'll do like jersey shots and like cool sneaker shots So, like, yeah, you're a collector, so you could do, like, cool figure shots.
1: So, what if it was, like, me and, like, two Macho Man Randy Savage figures just kind of like this? Like,
6: ah! Dude, there's a market for everything. Like, people like everything, and people are into weird shit. Like, it would work.
0: (laughs) So, are you saying me and Tony shouldn't have taken our shirts off during the Tombstone Jesus interview? We should have tried to turn that into an OnlyFans thing.
6: A hundred percent. Don't do it unless you're going to get paid for it.
1: Damn it. Great freaking point.
6: You know? I don't
1: I'm missing out on a lot of I money. Just, Scared money don't make money.
6: I think anyone wants to true, see me with true. my shirt off. Someone out there does.
1: I know. She married me.
6: Yeah, exactly. So and there's more people where that came from.
0: And I don't even think she wants to, though.
6: Oh, my God. Well, that's that sounds like a personal problem.
1: Yeah. We might have to uh, look she, into that.
0: She rage rage, hate, loves me, I think. I don't know.
6: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Let me, <laughs> let me ask you a question
6: yeah why why are you calling out danny moff uh you know i got bored <laughs> i wanted to call someone out um i get bored i no. do a
1: sudoku yeah you, you get bored like a, you call out danny moff
6: you could
0: have <laughs> scrapbooked you could have brought another pack of basketball cards you could have spent hours on ebay looking at memorabilia you're never gonna buy but you called out Twelve.
6: yeah um the, there's like a little bit of a backstory like for this match. So I was supposed to wrestle three other people before I got to Danny. Um and I'm actually really happy that I got to Danny because he was around when I first started. Um he was almost like a mentor to me. Uh even though I didn't see him that often he always had my back. He was always encouraging me. So um when I got the opportunity to be uh talking to Chad from standalone being like, hey, like who do you want to work? Like these people can't make it. I was it's like Danny Moth would be awesome because it's just full circle and it means like more to me than just a match. Um, you know, it, it's going to be cool for me to like prove myself on a different level, but also have that connection with somebody. So I'm like super excited, but like super nervous for it.
0: Does anyone in the wrestling business smell as good as Danny Moth?
6: Uh, good question. Probably not. I don't even smell that good.
0: No, he is, uh, like a, he is like a, he's like a magical uh, car freshener.
1: Alexa.
6: Yeah. 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 He smells really good. That's for sure.
0: So you'll be in Lynnhurst this Saturday, May 22nd mm-hmm. at the AM vets post 20. It is literally a full day of professional wrestling, standalone wrestling shockwave is at one theory. One thirty. I don't know why it's well, That's, out of my- that's <laughs> one theory. We're, look, it's bound to happen. If you listen to this show, I trip over my tongue. Uh, SWF Live Pro Wrestling is at 3. And then at 4.30pm, Pro Wrestling After Dark, which is a bit... It's not dark at 4.30, but whatever. Um, hmm. You and Danny Moff. I mean, there's a lot of intergender matches on this card. John Wayne Murdoch and Masha Slamovich. Did I say her name right? Mm-hmm. Slomovich? Yep.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Casey Navarro, yeah. Miranda mm-hmm. Elise, she was just on Ring mm-hmm. of Honor Did Ring of Honor reach out to you? Are you going to be in the Women of Honor thing?
6: I wish anyway, right. I'm not that good yet, I'm not that good People I mean still, like. they just want to watch me die They don't really want to watch me like compete
1: Alright, so here, Here's my thing with that, because I've known you for a long time
6: <laughs> You gotta ch- watch, Change it
1: Change the narrative, control your narrative Girl, you know that
6: My narrative, I like where my narrative is right now. Like I, you know what I mean? Like I'm having so much fun and I get that all the time. It's like, you know, why are you doing this? And why are you doing that? And I'm like, Cause it's me, you know what I mean, and I've never been able to in my, my career fully be myself. And I finally am getting the opportunities to do it, so I'm actually having fun doing it. Yeah, and, like that, and an trust angel. me,
1: and trust me, that was not meant to be a slight at all. Oh you, no, I know.
6: You know yeah, yeah, that. I know. I but know. just, for sure. I,
1: I just want to see. You, I, I know you're doing what you love, and I can't wait to see you in uh, in late June. But I just yeah. want to see you get everything out there. So that's just that's just where I'm coming from personally.
6: Right. thank what, you dude I appreciate
0: it what if yep. she dies in late may what if she dies next
2: week any oh,
0: well, then gonna...
1: mm, let's see
6: how do you not see what i do i'm indestructible like nobody can point. kill me like it's not gonna happen even if someone tries really hard because multiple people have tried really hard <laughs> it's not gonna work
2: <laughs>
0: don't uh, don't don't put that out there people will test you casey yeah. are you
1: still doing are you still wearing white jeans and how many pairs of white jeans do you own
6: I am not wearing white jeans, but maybe I'll bring white jeans back for my match with MOP. That would be kind of cool. Throw it back. Yeah, I was going through a lot. Yeah, probably a new pair of white jeans every match.
1: Casey, do you did
0: you first did you know there was a third shining wizard? Yes. Okay, because you've never done you've never been on a show with him until tonight.
6: This is the first time ever.
0: Yeah. The first yeah. the first time you were at the apartment was with me and Kevin and you and Brandon. Yeah. And then uh-huh. you, me, and Gino at my house. And then you, me, Brandon, Kevin, Ryan, and Anthony. Yeah. But you've never met T Donk.
6: Oh shit. I only saw your face one time because of it's on my phone on Zoom, so sorry. <laughs> I
0: I thought you were gonna say you saw his face in a urinal or something.
6: A urinal? What, what? really what? <laughs>
4: Mr. AM Vets. What about the PM Vets?
6: I know his voice from the from the other podcast. So like, it's funny now that I can put like a voice to a face.
0: Oh, is it? Uh, is it horrifying?
6: No. Why would it be horrifying?
0: Because it's looking at him. I
6: what? can't see him until he talks.
4: Yeah, Talk. what does that have to do with my voice? Oh,
6: because now
4: he's laughing. Now she's me
0: <laughs> she... I forgot that you're on.
6: Well, because you popped up. Who's it was just up? a funny moment. No, nothing. Just, just keep talking. I forget yeah. that
0: you're on your phone, so I've never done Zoom on the phone. So I guess you just see the person that's talking. Yeah. Uh...
6: Yeah. By the way, I love your um, your AEW like recaps and stuff. I listen to them all the time. Like I don't really watch AEW, and I still enjoy them. So
4: that makes two good. of us. I don't watch AEW either. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Is it the actual recap or is it all the other nonsense that falls out of my mouth because I'm tired and exhausted and I don't want to be there?
6: i mix mixing both.
4: <laughs> I enjoy it all. You heard it here, folks. Matt doesn't want to be there on Wednesday nights. Ooh. <laughs> well,
0: Wednesdays are fucking rough, man.
4: Yeah. And yet I've... you're trying to get people to join the Mark order and you don't even want to be there. Shame
1: on you. No. Casey, what's, what has it been like, uh, wrestling uh more outdoor shows than probably you've ever probably had like ever in your life in the span of like one year
6: yeah it sucks (laughs) like i'm like i started to try to like work out outside because like my wind is not meant for heat or humidity and my hair and my makeup is not meant for that either um but it's whatever it's whatever
1: So is it something that you think that you'll get used to? Or are you hoping that indoor shows for, I mean, I, I know you've wrestled some indoor shows uh, since, yeah. but are you hoping that becomes the norm again?
6: Um. Yeah. I Like sometimes it's fun. Cause when they have like barbecues or like other stuff going on, like a big, like, like Boardwalk Buds is going to be really fun. And like, there's going to be a ton of stuff going on, but like, when it's just like randomly, like in a parking lot somewhere or like, I just, like, my match with Vita was at a Motor Inn, like, parking lot, which was just, like, I was like, oh, man, this is where my career is going. But, um, <laughs> you know, like.
0: I mean, you do throw <laughs> that, that white trash hashtag around all the time on Instagram. so
6: Because I'm trash. That's my gimmick.
0: Right. So wrestling at a Motor Inn parking lot makes perfect sense for you.
6: I know, but I'm not, like, white trash. I'm just trashy. What's the yeah. difference? There's a big difference.
0: Like. Yeah. If you're trash, you have like a Coors Light and mac and cheese. And if you're white trash, you have a Bush beer and a mac and cheese.
6: But yeah, I like the analogy. I like the analogy. Oh, thanks. You,
2: <laughs> you, uh, now,
0: you, uh what? so I don't, I don't think I'm uh saying anything that's not public knowledge. You have lupus. I do. Okay, so how challenging has this pandemic been for you? Uh, you know, because when it started, nobody knew jack shit and everyone was going to die of COVID. And then obviously you have a compromised immune system. And even Mm -hmm. though if you watch house, it's never ever lupus. Um, what's the struggle been like for you and, and how hesitant were you for that first show? Uh, you know, in the middle of the pandemic where you had to go out there and, and get in the ring with somebody and be around people.
6: Yeah. Um, yeah. At first I was terrified because I was like, Oh crap. Like, I don't know how it's going to affect me. I don't know what's going to happen. And then as it got like more prominent and worse, like I would not leave the house. You know, I was like, I'm t- taking every preca- precaution. I didn't even want to go for walks and stuff. Cause um, like at the time I also didn't have health insurance. So I'm like, all right, like, this is great. You know, like if I get really sick, like what's going to happen. Um, and then shows started coming back and everyone where we worked, like, I I mainly worked with Brandon so like everywhere that we worked it was it was very legitimate like everyone was getting tested I trusted everyone that they were getting tested like the people that I was around and the people that we were working so that was really important um if I was wrestling someone random that I didn't know I probably wouldn't have agreed to do it just because I wanted that extra security because it was a little scary but I also knew that it was a great time to kind of get the ball rolling because not a lot of shows were running. So if I was going to be on those four shows that were running during the year, that was going to be major for, for me, you know, so it got easier, but uh, now we're fully vaccinated and everything's kind of getting back to normal. So I feel a lot more comfortable now.
1: Do you foresee yourself like working in the future with, with people that you might be like, not so, con- I mean, you just mentioned that you'd be more comfortable going forward, but is that something that you were, extremely hesitant about or would you like succumb to like actually doing it
6: yeah like if i didn't know somebody like i didn't know if they were gonna get tested or not you know what i mean because some places weren't like specifying. they would say like please go get tested but they weren't asking for proof or for you know test results so it's kind of like you know you're just trusting someone based on what they say um so now, you know, that made me pretty hesitant. But like I said, now that I'm yeah. I'm vaccinated and stuff, even if someone isn't going to get tested, like that's their own doing because I'm protected. So if they want to be stupid, they could be stupid, but I'm good, so.
1: Yeah, and I don't want to harp on that, the whole COVID thing because God knows we've all been through, you know, seclusion that we haven't done a podcast and studio together for over a year. Right. So So that's just insane. But so if you had one objective right now for this summer, even, I won't even say the whole year, just for this summer what would your objective be?
6: Good question. Um, Just have the best time and learn everything I can. I think that's the kind of mode that I'm in. Um, I want to learn everything from everybody and all the amazing people that I've gotten to work with and work around Um, and just have fun because wrestling's become fun again for me. And that's like, so major because at one point it just got stressful and really difficult and I was always questioning myself and my confidence and now that I'm finding like my niche and my confidence and it's just been really really fun
0: again we're on the line with Casey Catal, great friend of the show at Catal Casey on Twitter uh, Catal Casey underscore on Instagram she has a t-shirt store teespring.com slash stores slash catals. or no you say catal swag but I like Catals wag Uh, but either way she's got her t-shirts up there i grabbed the t-shirt um i didn't wear it tonight uh because it's hot up here uh and i I get sweat stains what's wrong tony
4: (laughs) nothing's wrong why
0: Do you have anything you want to say to casey
4: yes please don't die saturday
6: (laughs) i won't i promise guys like listen like danny Moff is a tough motherfucker right like he's scary he's like you know got the whole resume and everything but like the thing is like i'm tough too and like i can take a beating like i'm not afraid of him like beating me because at one point like i know he's gonna get the better of me at some point and like beat the crap out of me but like he doesn't know what i have up my sleeve so you know as long as i have a handy dandy something underneath the ring i'll be okay are
1: we gonna have a a a, a Russell bay run in
6: (laughs) maybe (laughs) (laughs) maybe (laughs) that would be great
0: Are you going to skewer Danny Moth in his dome?
6: No, I don't trust myself with skewers.
0: Can I ask you a question? Sure. You spent time in CZW, right? Did you ever share a, a locker room with Nick Gage?
6: You know what? I actually have never shared a locker room with Nick Gage. I've been around him. I think he's been at, like, certain shows that I've been at and just a lovely human being. Um, and Brandon has nothing but amazing things to say about him. Um, but, yeah, I've never really been around him that much.
0: Uh, for those not familiar either, uh, when Casey mentions Brandon, she's talking about Brandon Kirk. Her oh, f- yeah. Professional Sorry. wrestling husband slash douche. Um, and <laughs> he is wrestling what? Tony? Tony's making a face. Me and Brandon have a hate-hate relationship. Um, it's true. Because he was a real fucking dick. Cause I tag we I told this story when he was in the studio. I tagged him in something, and then he was like, "Who the fuck are you? Do I know you?" And I was like, "This motherfucker." <laughs> and then I got him back when True Prince approached. She sent a picture of Brian Knobbs butthole, and then he got buttholed. True. He's also wrestling this Saturday. He's wrestling Tommy Dreamer, who helped put your nose back together. Um, yep. Has Brandon ever wrestled Tommy Dreamer?
6: Never. And like, I'm so jealous because like, I'd be like, I want to wrestle Tommy, but. Um, No, he's he's so excited. He's so so excited, and I think they're gonna have like a really good match. It just depends on like what they're gonna do. Like I have no idea. Are they just gonna have like a normal match? Are they gonna have like a hardcore match? Like I have no idea what to expect. So I'm gonna
0: say hardcore match.
6: You think so? You think Tommy's gonna do hardcore?
0: I think Tommy has uh, like that his bump card where he only does like a couple spots. So I think he's gonna hit Brandon with a bunch of stuff for most of the the match. Yeah. I think it'll be really good though.
6: That'd be cool. Yeah.
0: Will it be a markout moment for you. Will you watch him wrestle Tommy Dreamer? Or are you gonna be in the back? What are you gonna what's all right, Casey Catal is getting ready to wrestle Danny Moff? What's on the earphones? Mm-hmm. What are you listening to? Do you listen to music to get yourself pumped up? Is um it, and is it quack no. like a duck?
6: No, it would probably just be anything nineties. I'm like, that's what pumps me up. I'd probably listen to some like in sync.
0: Some of any bewitched. I
6: was. I love bewitched, man. Yeah. Oh, I was what totally. The just what, what the <laughs> fuck just happened?
1: What? What the fuck just happened? What? What?
0: I got a good. I got yeah, what? what? You sync, never heard of I'm bewitched? Cool. I get it.
1: I'm a big in sync guy. I, no, I have yeah, I've heard of bewitched. I, <laughs> never expected that's like the one <laughs> thing i never expected to be on this podcast ever what is a bewitched reference uh, i'm a little, crying a little Matt? say a little la vie
4: yeah some people say yeah. look, look like me dad <laughs> all right so
0: tony
6: oh, oh. tony you
4: know who bewitched oh, oh, is oh, of course oh,
1: i
6: do
4: oh, anybody who's oh. Wizards knows bewitched
6: Yeah, i'm crying
1: yo listen oh, i listen man. i know. Listen, in sync, whatever boy bands. I was in a boy. I get it. I understand.
6: Like you were in a boy band. Yeah. 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 Jesus. Back that
4: train up. Come on.
1: We talked about this years ago.
4: We tell the story again. We've got new ears.
1: No, wait, wait, a, right? you were in a boy band. We talked about this.
0: Well, you're fucking crazy. We talked about that
1: in high school, bro. What, what were you what? called? And douche. <laughs>
6: <laughs> wait, what was the name? What was it called?
1: Elevate, <laughs> but I wasn't like in it. I was like the like the backup when like the one guy got like sick or some shit. <laughs> like I would, up, <laughs> I would show up. at the Livingston Mall and just be like,
6: "This oh, is this is a, this this is a real thing." Yeah, it didn't last long.
1: It lasted like a week and a half, two weeks. This is amazing.
6: Oh my god! Yeah.
1: You have uh, tips. You like me I got a good voice. What do you want from me?
4: I'm going to hear Kevin sing. sing. <laughs> and here comes the copyright strike.
0: I mean, there's going to be a copyright strike tonight if you don't think I'm playing natural born killers at some point during the show.
1: I'd say yes. this, is like my fa- this is like my favorite interview. It's not even an interview. It's just a conversation. It's just hanging out with Casey. I
6: it. also That's enjoy. Like. Always.
0: I also enjoy the they have another song. Blame it on the weatherman.
6: That's a good one. Yeah, I do remember that, too.
4: Is that a comeback to, like, blame it on the rain?
0: No, but I think it was this next song on the CD. Oh, huh. Uh,
4: great. Now we can watch Matt shake his tits for the next 20 minutes.
0: <laughs> that's See, that's what we do, though. People tune in. They think they're going to see tits shaking. Mine are the last ones, and they're the only ones they're going to see. So, joke's on them.
4: Oh, no, I think, I think they've come to expect that at this point.
0: Hey, I'm down a couple <laughs> LBs, buddy. That DDP yoga's going well.
4: I understand you've been doing a good job. You still doing DDP?
0: Well, I stopped for a long time, and I started doing it again. Sick. Yeah, it's going well. Tony does it too.
2: (laughs)
6: Yeah. I liked it. I liked when me and Brandon did it for a little while too.
0: Yeah. Did you do it so much that you memorized everything that DDP says, and you get like fucking angry when he? It's not a good thing. A little bit. It's not a good thing. It's a bad thing. Those who know, know.
4: Oh, look at you, Tony. (laughs) Look at that flexibility on me. Look at this. Damn. I was doing uh, the air.
0: I was doing catcher into Thunderbolt yesterday on the pizza truck trying to show the girl that I work with what i
4: good shit. Yeah, I can't.
0: <laughs> I don't care. So I just do whatever I want. Um, Casey, did you ever share a locker room with New Jack?
6: Yes, I actually have a good New Jack story. So in Tampa for Mania weekend, we were on ICW and New Jack was on ICW. Um, Let me tell you something. He's the scariest man I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) Was the scariest man I've ever seen in my life. Um, And we were just like, he was having a great time. He just really wanted to just chill. Um, He didn't really wanna talk to the people he was wrestling. He's like, I'll see them out there. I'll see them out there. It was like this whole thing. And so we were all freaking out like that something was gonna happen. And then nothing happened, it went great. And the next morning, uh, we go to breakfast at Waffle House and me and Brandon walk in and who's sitting at the table in front of us, New Jack, eating his breakfast with his milk and ice cubes. So it was great.
1: (laughs) Milk and ice cubes. Yeah, ice
6: cubes in his milk.
1: Jack, Jack made you, New Jack made you like, like feel him. Like, (laughs) like that's like, you never went up to New Jack. Like I was like, oh, no, no, I'm not going up to New Jack. I'm not talking to New Jack. Like, I didn't was... even
6: want to make eye contact. Yeah. I was scared. I was like, oh no, I don't want to look at him the wrong way. Like, uh uh-uh. uh.
1: That's how good he was, man. That's how really good he was and making you believe yep. who New Jack was.
6: Well, yeah, he's... but when he came out of the court- curtain, it was like I was sitting next to you and we were just like blasted. Like we were just dancing and had our phone down. Yep, yeah, exactly. And we were just like dancing. It was awesome.
4: My cousin Dennis and I, when we used to go to uh, the arena during the heyday of ECW, uh, got a picture with New Jack, and I think he was like 16 or 17 at the time. And he showed that picture to everybody, and he was so proud to tell everybody between the two of us, four justifiable homicides.
6: <laughs> yeah. That's awesome, yo. That's awesome.
4: The greatest thing he ever got from ECW.
6: Here's the best.
0: Here's the best. Here, uh, let's see if I could get this. I'm going to send something in the chat. What are, what are you doing? doing?
4: I oh no. It. Matt's doing technology. No good can come of this. No
0: no, you're good. It should be
4: popping up. He shared a file. Oh God, this is this is you prepubescent Matt, huh? Oh,
0: I look like I'm i I'm a fucking sick child. <laughs> I have three
1: I
4: this shit. I don't like this technology.
0: Uh, I don't know. Hey. Oh, I just fu- I fucked everything up for everybody, didn't I? You I don't know what's it. going on. No, I, mean, ver- I can't see it. I've three yeah, I've I three new jack stories. That picture. Because I didn't give a fuck, and I was like, that's New Jack, and we had a picture with him, and I don't give a shit if he's eating a cherry icy. (sniffs) Second was an ECW show at the Woodbridge Armory where I was in the front row and he hit somebody, and I said, Yo, New Jack, that was soft. And he said, Yo, mama soft. (laughs) I got you. And then I want, it was either a PWS or a WrestlePro show, and I was helping Voldemort in the back, the man we do not speak of. And New Jack was there, and he was drinking, like, cranberry vodkas. and I was like, yo, New Jack, you need another drink? And he looked at me and he went, if I have one more of these, I'm going to go out and ring and fucking kill one of these motherfuckers. <laughs> and I was like, all right, cool. And he wasn't even yeah. in the Battle royal. Yo,
1: he retired and then came back the next week.
6: Yep. yep. <laughs> Legend. Legend. Yep.
0: Now... I got to bring up a match that Casey, you had, and it's from Synergy Wrestling, and I know we're not going to go into Synergy, but you and LSG and you and TJ Crawford had fucking amazing matches. What uh, Words, Matt.
6: Um, Think it- about it. Think about it. Then say it.
0: Is it. a? Ch- Do you go into these matches with these guys thinking, like, I'm wrestling guys, or is it just another match for you like because these guys don't hold back these matches are awesome Mm
6: -hmm. and
0: everyone in them looks like a million bucks is there like a different mindset for you or you just go in there and you do your thing
6: no i think it's a different mindset for them um and i'm not exactly sure what it is but like yeah those were two of my best matches i had like ever um especially the one with lsg for me is like super special um just because it was one of the first matches I had in a really long time where I went out there super comfortable and super confident and knowing what I was doing. And that just goes to show like LSG is such a professional and he's so smart and so good at what he does that it all clicked for me so easily. And that doesn't happen a lot. Um, And then kind of the same thing with TJ, was like, we just had this chemistry where we both were on the same page and we knew like what we wanted to do. And we had been building this story for so long. Like, I think just situationally you just ended up working out like just perfectly. And yeah, I go into the, any match with the same mindset. Um, but it's also like, I'm not, a. this is going to come off. Let me, let me use my words now. Um, depending on who you're going at, like I'm stiff, I hit hard and some people don't like that. Some women don't like that. And I've gotten like complaints before that I hit too hard so I feel more confident with people who are like, hit me harder, like hit me harder. Like I can, you know, like that's what I want. And like, I feel like those two, especially were like, yeah, just be you, just hit me. Like it's safe, you know, it's, it's okay if you're a little stiff, like that's, that's who you are. So
1: is that like so uh, oh, sorry. That's, sorry. Actually, hold on that's actually a really, really good like point of conversation. Like, when did you discover that you were maybe hitting snug or you were hitting, too hard to the point where you, was there ever a point where you thought that you were doing something maybe wrong even though you know we don't think you know that you were but is there any any point in your that, like 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 why why are people like challenging me on this?
6: Um yeah so. I remember in training at cap, actually, I was training with Alex Reynolds and I gave him a forearm and he said, wow, he said, you have a really good forearm. He said, it's snug, but he said, don't change it because it's safe and it's great. Like, don't stop doing it. And because he said people were going to give me problems with it. Um, and yeah, some people were like, uh-uh, you hit too hard. And it just, it just depends on the person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially if someone's newer or they're not used to someone hitting them. Uh, like, cause I'm not going to blast you. You know what I mean? But right. I, I do hit. So um, yeah, it's just interesting. Some people are like, not cool. I never thought that it was ever a problem because I've never heard anybody. Um, It's always at the perfect spot. It's never like unprotected. Like it's one of the, my forums are like one of the best things I have, which sounds like silly, but it's like, it's my strongest strength. So I always do it. I'm confident in it. Um, but yeah, some people more than others are going to let you kind of yeah. swing and you know. Yeah.
1: yeah you could have actually, literally stopped answering this question that alex reynolds said do yeah. it keep doing what you do because <laughs> yeah. alex reynolds says it then you're pretty, pretty sure you're doing it okay
6: right right
0: and yeah, and uh if anyone complains you say don't be a bitch <laughs> i want now <laughs> i want to take look i took a danny moff chop i think i need to take uh a casey Catal hit
6: i i chop hard
0: Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it.
6: I over I overhand chop.
0: I'm all in. Do you wet your hand first cuz that's what Danny Moff did. He fucked up my chest.
6: No, I'm not looking forward to any Danny Moff chop so let's let's skip that. No, <laughs> Moff chopped
1: me when I was 18 years old.
0: Do you wet your hand? Like if you come no. to the studio and I no. say Casey's going to chop me, you're just going to fucking Yeah. All right. Yes. Let's do it.
6: Yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll set it up
0: yeah i'm all in hey <laughs> how's the mook banging going
6: we haven't done um we have never done one
0: why that was your uh, guy's idea you were gonna mook bang all over the place
6: i know and then we started wrestling again and like we couldn't just like eat whatever we wanted to anymore well brendan does but i don't. so
0: well how come he's not doing mook bang why are not you mook banging at waffle house with new jack
6: that would have been a wow that would have oh. got a lot of views
0: why is it called, I don't understand what it's called mook, tough what's now. called, what's banging?
6: called, banging, I yeah. think yeah. a mukbang. What's a yeah. muckbang? Yeah.
4: You just eat and you get the sound. It's kind of like eating with an ASMR kind of thing to it.
6: Yeah, and you just talk about nothing.
0: Like with your mouth full of food? Yeah. Yeah. I'd be good at that. <laughs> I'd be good at that. I muck, I can muckbang the fuck out of stuff. I had White Castle last night.
4: You're mukbanging all day long. It's yeah. your lifestyle. So
6: start it. Start a YouTube and just mukbang.
0: That's it. Me and the cats That's are mukbangin'.
6: There you go.
4: Yeah, I'll so. eat
0: White Castle. I'll eat. Uh, what's around me? I don't know. I'll eat everything.
4: Just eat anything in your freezer. I'm
1: sure you got some gross shit in there to. <laughs> this, is the portion, this is the portion of the show where we guess what Matt eats.
0: What well, I had Buffalo Wild Wings today
4: it uh,
1: doesn't oh.
0: What? Do you get these curds? What? No, I just got the boneless wings. I like the boneless wings. Anything oh. where I have to and I fucking don't like buffalo wings. You want to know why? It's work cuz I got to eat around shit.
4: Yeah, but you burn oh. calories doing work. Anybody yeah. can eat nuggets. I mean, come on.
0: You burn calories doing work.
4: Yeah, I've seen you
0: eat fucking wings. You do, you put them in your mouth and you put it's like a cartoon. You pull it out, there's nothing on it, the bones. How's it's that
4: fun. work? You don't pile up the bones? It's like going to a beefsteak. You pile up mm. the bread, eat all the meat. No? Mm. Come on. Bones freak me out. Yeah, but grow up. He's not five. He shouldn't be eating nuggets <laughs> anymore. Well, I you don't like anymore.
0: the fucking bones. Look, it's not like you I... don't fucking- eat
4: the bones! What are you, a fucking dog? No, it's not like if
0: I go... If there's fucking wings there, I'll eat wings. But if I have a choice, I'm not ordering buffalo wings. I want buffalo uh, boneless wings.
4: Such a poor choice fuck
0: you poor choice what
4: do you mean fuck me fuck you
0: i'm afraid to eat bones i'm not nobody wants to eat a bone
6: yo i love that i have a front row like seat to this because i always hear it but now i actually get to see it it's great i
4: don't i don't even know who you are anymore who
0: you the bones get in the fucking way it's too much work that's like, look, I go to Red Lobster. The bones
4: are on the inside. It's not like you have to peel the yeah, bones away. you got to fucking eat heat. around them. Then you got to get in between them to get the most value
0: out of it. You got to get all the meat.
4: It's That's like when the I best go... part. Like the little winglet part ah. with the two bones. You got to eat in the middle. Like, no. Oh.
0: Yes. Oh, I got to eat my wife. She orders like fucking crab. Ah. It's... It's like a fucking event for her. She loves it. She cracks it. She's very delicate. I fucking eat my food and then I'm sitting there like a jerk off watching her eat for 40 minutes because she's gotta <laughs> dissect this goddamn crab.
4: Crabs are a different story. Crabs are fucking a too much work! No, because the meat is on the inside of the crab. But it's a chicken wing. It's All the meat is around the bone. You just pull the meat yeah, off but and you're Yeah, no, good. it
0: doesn't work like that. You can't just bite it and it's all the meat's gone. No, sometimes the meat gets stuck between the fucking two little bones. You got to put stick right. your finger in there. And you got to get the wet naps. And you get the fingers.
4: Let me, let me ask you this. This will be telling. Do you prefer your wings juicy or dry?
0: Like buffalo? Like if I was going to yes. get wings, I want juicy wings. I don't want dry nah,
4: ones. See, see then you should just be getting wings anyway. You got to get them dry, dude. Like, you shouldn't have moist meat on a wing. You should be tearing that shit up.
0: Wait, so you get buffalo wings with no sauce on them?
4: No, 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 I didn't say with no sauce. I'm talking about drier, like, almost, like, almost, like, deep, like. Oh, no. Like, like,
0: I thought, Christmas. look, in the restaurant business, dipshit, when you say dry and wings, that well means done. there's nothing on the, no, no. Well done means well done. Dry means fucking nothing on it. No sauce, no, 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 nothing.
4: No. You got to put them, you got to put them shits on. What's, what's your sauce of choice?
0: I like, I like <sighs> too. I have two. I like the garlic Parmesan and the zesty garlic. Okay.
4: Cool. The garlic Parmesan is a good choice. You're not a mango habanero guy?
0: I, I would not order a mango habanero, but I would not deny a mango habanero.
4: Okay. Good call. Casey, how about you? Where are you at with the wings? Where there are you, you go.
6: Yeah. I like spicy. I go with the mango habanero. I like a little citrus, a little spice.
4: Now, are you ranch or blue cheese? Ranch. Oh okay. come on! You people are killing me.
0: I oh. hate
6: blue cheese. Blue gross.
4: cheese is what you gotta go with,
6: man.
0: I really? also enjoy ranch. I will not I'm... say no to blue cheese, but my wife says blue cheese is just cheese gone bad twice. What?
4: Che- that's what cheese is.
1: Cheese is it's cheese mold.
4: Bad, yeah. Unless it's craft, and it's just fucking fake
1: anyway. So. I, I listen. I'll <laughs> take them both. I'll take ranch. I'll take. Oh, I won't
4: turn them. Down. I'll take them both. I'm hardcore.
1: That's right, baby. <laughs> Oh, look at that bicep. Nope. Yeah, no, no bicep. The,
4: look,
3: again,
0: with the ranch, I can just dip it in the liquid. The ranch, the blue cheese, sometimes it's
4: the chunky blue cheese. There's too much Scoop going on it,
0: there. baby. That's the
3: best oh, part. Come on,
1: McDonald's man. With the chunk, get out of here. What,
4: what, I oh don't... yeah, dude. <laughs> a mango <laughs> habanero with a chunk of blue cheese on top? That shit's I'm acing. not
0: against it, but if I have to choose, I choose ranch. I like ranch.
1: No, no, everyone not... loves ranch. You can put ranch on a shoe and it'll be fantastic. Ranch
0: is
4: so
1: true. true. Fucking
4: but, of the show over here
1: all right okay so casey how are you
6: <laughs> hey <laughs> i would... like ranch and nuggets too yeah, <laughs> <laughs> casey,
0: casey's enjoying this argument all right she's never been in it around for one of these up close yeah
6: this is passionate this is passionate about wings i'm like i'm very interested in this
4: i'm also wondering now that you've got all this wing talk if we're gonna get some muck banging on your OnlyFans.
6: fans hey if, if it makes money
4: why not Come on, Casey Gatal, white jeans, eating a chicken wing. Who
6: ain't paying for that shit? That's true. Okay, very,
1: you know what, Tony? That might be the it smartest thing you've back. ever said on this entire show.
6: That's good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take that. I'll let you know how it goes. I'll give you a cut. Fuck yeah! yeah.
0: Now, Casey, good. you said you liked your wings spicy. Now, what level spicy are we talking? Are we talking like low life? Louis Ramos is going go to go because that fucking psychopath goes to Buffalo Wild Wings. and gets the hottest goddamn wings ever, and then he probably just goes and shits in the parking lot when he's done with them. Yeah, yeah, not
6: that spicy. Not that like, spicy. Okay. but I like spicy. I like. I have a taste for spice.
0: Let me do. You, do you cook? <laughs> you could say no. It's not. I'm not. It's fucking 2021. 20, do you cook or do you not cook?
6: Uh, I don't like cooking, but sometimes I do.
0: All right, so we do the Hello Fresh. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you the amount of times I've touched a jalapeno and then touched my face.
6: <laughs> you fucking idiot. Bro. It's t- You know what?
0: I got once I got a jalapeno and cheddar bagel and I ate it while I was driving to my parents' house and I touched my eyes. <laughs> you want know, to talk about yeah. death? You want know, to talk about a death ride? My I was like I'm like, babe, you gotta give me some of them napkins She's like, why? I'm like, I touch my eyes She's like, you're an idiot I'm like, we're gonna die if you don't give me a napkin right now
2: <laughs> God.
0: Yeah,
6: that's so bad
0: It's terrible You just touch a jalapeno And then even if you wash your hands, it don't come off Then you touch your face Once I scratched my butt Right, and then I was, playing, I was playing Madden And I was like, oh, my fucking ass is on fire
2: What the fuck? <laughs> Why would you do that?
4: Fucking idiot.
0: I don't know. I would like try and rush through the this was the days of blue apron which I hate. Mm-hmm. If you're going to do it. They fucking suck. When they sent me that meal and they were like use a brick. I'm like who is a fucking yes! brick?
4: Chicken under a brick, right?
0: Go fuck your hand chicken on a you brick. You know what
4: these fucking dickheads told you to do in the recipe? They're like if you don't have a brick, fill a pot with water and just put it on the chicken. The fucking chicken burned, everything smoked. It was the disaster. wow sucks and i heard they beat their employees too so there you go yeah don't they beat beat their employees no is that wasn't blue apron the place where people were showing up and killing each other because they were so miserable working there like putting potatoes in boxes really yeah there was some story that went around years ago that they're like the the conditions where they worked were like deplorable it's terrible
6: damn
0: uh so casey back to you yeah Cause this is getting off. <laughs> this is way off the rails. You're kind of just here.
6: I'm, and, enjoy, I'm enjoying this.
4: I, I
0: know fun. you are, but I'm sure there might be people who tuned in to actually listen to you.
6: Yeah, probably like four.
0: Hey, well, t- I'll take four.
6: Okay. <laughs> All
0: right. Maybe we turn them on. Maybe our fans, so they check you out. Uh, so May 22nd, you're here in Lynnhurst, New Jersey. You're up in our neck, Tony's neck of the woods. Um, doing wrestling and then uh, june 27th seventh, will be down in atlantic city for the boardwalk buds cannabis cup uh what is there anything else you have going on how frequently are you wrestling and do you see your bookings opening up as the warmer weather starts to come into play
6: yeah so i'm basically booked every weekend until july which is cool um a lot of them are like for either standalone icw doing a lot with icw uh with brandon um And then standalone has like other shows that they do with like LTW and SWF. So like those shows I'm usually around or on. Um, So yeah, it's been, it's been pretty solid. It's been pretty busy. It's like the same type of promotions and like, like a family of promotions, but um, still working. So it's been pretty good.
0: Who, who are you most looking forward to working with? That
1: would would be uh, that would be Shining Wizards, Kevin.
6: That's going to be, you know, I'm really excited that you're going to be there because number one, I want to see you like live doing stand up because I think it's going to be fun. um, And it's just going to be like a great weekend. Like, you guys, like if people haven't checked it out, like go check out like Boardwalk Buzz. There's going to be so much stuff going on, like besides just like wrestling. Yeah. There's going to be the comedy show, karaoke, speed dating, guest speakers. Like, there's going to be a crap ton of stuff. It's going to be really fun.
0: Pretty wild. Uh, yeah. K- Casey, if. If you could record Kevin's set for us and then send that to us, that would all catch. Now you haven't recorded you. anything in the years you've been on the podcast with us, Kevin. That's a good point.
6: I'll make sure it gets done. Yes,
0: then we'll have a little little fun yeah. on the so, Shining Wizards with Kevin.
1: I'm on. Uh, I'm there. I'm there the whole weekend. But I'm performing yeah. Friday night and Sunday night so
6: okay cool i think i'm getting there like thursday night just to like mentally prepare myself for a really <laughs> long weekend so
1: yeah i'll probably shoot down early uh I, I took off that friday and that monday so i'll probably be shooting down probably early afternoon i'll be there
3: awesome
1: right. yep. can't wait.
0: casey what else you got going on
6: <sighs> uh, what else i got going on i mean uh,
0: did, working? The pl- did the playoffs
6: start yet they start next week. Okay. The playing tournament. I don't. When is the playing tournament, Brandon? I think it's Wednesday. Like... Wait,
0: that fuck That fuck face is right there. He didn't even stick his dumb face on the camera.
6: He He's playing video games with... in the other room. Brandon, come here. Come what's, say hi.
0: What's he playing? The show. Uh, the show. How's he doing? Yeah. Is it on a PS5 or an Xbox? Whatever.
6: PS5. You motherfuckers got a PS5. Yeah.
0: God damn. PS5
1: I. rules. Yeah, yeah. I think, yes, I am I live. It starts Wednesday. Oh, you had those
0: AirPods in. I thought he would be able to hear you.
6: Come here, Brent. I don't Pull your pants sit, up, you jerkle. Sit down, you fucking <laughs> slob. Jesus Christ. Just
0: say hello, you dickhead, and then you can go back to sucking with the Mets.
3: <sighs> I wasn't initially invited, so. Um, oh, he feels Because
6: this is about me. I don't think I'm going to do this. Is about me. So I
3: had match this weekend
0: too. Yeah, we talked about it before. Yes. You and Tommy Dreamer. Well, he's he gonna wear his Dusty Rose yes. polka dot pants and beat the shit out of you for seven minutes.
3: He didn't, he didn't ask me about it.
0: All right, but how well. do you feel about wrestling an extreme icon? Do, do you care though. Like, I care. you yes. so sad. <laughs> I hope. Yo, he...
1: but, yo, I got. I got. A, I got. A, I got to side with Brandon on this. That was the most generic, uninterested question that you can possibly ask. You,
3: you want to ask me when I started wrestling?
1: Um,
3: <laughs> yeah. So my, first, my first day at wrestling school. Can you that's tell to Go to You're an interviewer. This is your job. Come can on. You,
0: can, me, can you tell me about your past wrestling experiences? <laughs> no. I hope Tommy Dreamer takes a pair of scissors and cuts that fucking nub off the top of your head.
4: <laughs>
0: See, that's a
3: question.
4: That's a good thing. No, it's a Absolutely. statement, but it's a good statement.
3: I get it. You don't, uh, uh,
0: I'm Brandon. Very
3: excited. How I've come? Known for, I've How... known Tommy for a really long time. No one cares. Real... Hey, I'm really uh-huh. stoked about this. I actually just finished talking to him a few minutes ago, and he's ready to go. He's feeling gonna? good, and uh he does not have COVID anymore, so we're fucking good. Don't right. put that
6: out there. I don't yeah, think knows. Oh, yeah, yeah, it he knows. Oh, he put, put so it bad. out
3: there. Yeah, it's okay. yeah. Brandon. No, just talked to him. He's feeling good. He's ready to go. I'm ready to go.
0: When when you have a match of this caliber with Tommy Dreamer, is there like a list of weapons? Like, are you going to get a cheese grater to the head? Or is it just kind well, of you you're just bringing
3: whatever? I feel like it, also, it all depends on the mood that Tommy's in that day. <laughs> it depends, it all depends on what he wants to do. So we'll see. I'm sure there'll be a trash can in there and a bunch of little goodies and stuff. But it also, like I said, it depends on his mood. Today. If we get grumpy Tommy, then we probably won't use any weapons. No? Probably not. But, but I don't care. Like Tommy is the draw, not the things that he is. You know what I mean. No, so regardless of what it. Tommy does, come on. Regardless of what Tommy is going to be, people are going to be excited to see him.
0: Why are you so soft spoken?
6: He's oh, always man. been soft spoken. I know. I
0: can't hear you. Got to speak up, though.
6: Oh, well. what? I'm well, on I'll a phone. See. Sorry. It's okay. Can you hear me?
0: Is this? Is this? No, that's guy? not how that no. works, dummy. You got... Not
3: at all. <laughs> <laughs> how's
0: the sh- How's person. the show
3: going? The show's going great. I was in the middle of the game when I got dragged onto this thing. Are you winning or show? losing? Uh, I'm, I'm I am losing.
0: Are you pl- – let me – now, this is a uh, video game question. Did you create your own team and are, is fucking Brandon Kirk, the center fielder, whatever imaginary fucking position you want to play? Or do you play, Third like, basement. legit? You play with the roster. <laughs> Third baseman. You're such a fucking hand job. Unbelievable. Third baseman. You can't handle the hot corner.
3: Yes, I play third base. We play softball every Sunday. I went yesterday. What's today? Monday? Yesterday. Four for five with a fucking no doubt ding of the center field. It's fucking okay. softball. For <laughs> what?
4: We're talking softball. It's not
0: impressive. So wait. Are, now, another question. Very impressive. Are you on the Mets or did you make your own team?
3: Uh, I got drafted by. Uh, uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates
0: <laughs> Alright you know what I'm not gonna I like Pittsburgh I love it's a beautiful city I love the ballpark and uh, They probably need the a third baseman I think so I think
4: Hometown good. of Bruno San Martino
1: by the way
0: Oh, Nobody fucking cares about wrestling. Bruno San Martino
1: yeah, This whole thing has gone to shit
0: <laughs> Alright who are you playing <laughs> Casey said you got into collecting baseball cards. I just got back I in, did. too.
3: I did. Uh, what are I you used collecting? I collect them when I was a kid. Right. Um, I don't know where the – I, I had a binder full of – no, that's just a scam. So
6: I thought had a
3: I had a binder full of them, and they're somewhere in my basement at my parents' house, but I can't find them. I have no idea where they are. Uh, but I started doing the just the new top series that they just came out with, and then I'll probably get the next box when it comes out in June. What uh
0: just regular tops or did you do the tops heritage?
3: Yeah. I did I did both. I did okay. the tops Me too. And I just Me too. Heritage Box. Because I thought the Heritage Box was cool stuff. It's really cool. I got like a, what did I get? I got a Charlie Blackman one, that one that has like a piece of his jersey in it, which is pretty sick. Yeah. So I got yeah. some cool stuff out of it. So
1: Did you guys hear that Target and like Walmart are no longer selling cards at the stores now because yeah. For fe- uh, Listen, this is 100% justified because people are psychopaths. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. Yes.
3: There's fights. Yeah. yeah, there's riots over cards. I, I feel like these are our only options to be the top's website when like, they never have anything. Or like in the local card stores. which That's what we do. That many of those.
0: Yeah. No, I actually went to a local card store like two weeks ago. It was very weird.
1: Yeah. Oh, therapeutic, right? No, it was, right?
0: no, it was weird, dude. I walked in. It was an old dude. And three of his old dude buddies just sitting there. And I swear to God, I don't know if it's because I have, like, the mind of a a wrestling fan or a shyster. I walked in. I said, let me get a box of tops, right? So he's like, whatever, 135. I'm like, just give me the fucking cards, buddy. And then his friends, they start, like, a bit. They're like, what do you think all those cards on the top shelf are worth? And it's, like, unopened packs, like, 1993 baseball cards and football cards and then they start like talking about who the rookie cards are like and they're like we should buy those how much you think you'll sell like it's a bit and i'm like i'm not falling for this dumb yeah. shit
1: Garbage. Yeah, it's, it's
3: gambling it's gambling that's what it is yeah
1: dude that's why um, i love doing like the wrestling card breaks every now and then it's i don't care about the cards i just like want to like hit something like that's really what it's all about like i don't yeah i don't, I don't give a shit about like any like rookie or whatever i just want to like be involved in like the game you know so
6: exactly yeah
0: okay. well brandon it's nice seeing you 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 may go back to your video game i didn't know you were oh, there okay. oh
3: i'm good oh okay. give me Thank give you. me the pod okay. i would just want to say hello
6: <laughs> he oh my god you said you just wanted to say hello oh,
3: hello Fuck you guys. Back. oh
6: my god
4: Go.
0: go oh, all, of said tell, all of us enjoy fucking losing at the show you fucking loser yeah
1: Get drafted to Pittsburgh. Yeah, the
0: pirates. They, they knew <laughs> he, really, they he knew.
1: really just hates Matt. I don't think he meant that he hates all of us. No,
0: it's oh, just hates-
6: Yeah, that's true.
0: We did have a nice exchange when we ran into each other at the Walmart over here, though.
6: I heard about that, yeah. Yeah. It yeah. was fun. <laughs> yeah. This
4: week's episode of Where did Matt and Casey meet each other?
0: No, it was me and Brandon. <laughs> I've, never Brandon. Run- I've never run into
1: Casey No, out in the I'm real not world. talking to you. Like, I feel like it's like a threes company bit where it's like Brandon Casey and Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Cause they have this weird it's relationship true. that nobody else knows about but them. It's true.
0: <laughs> I don't even know if we have a relationship.
1: Well, not anymore.
0: Why? Because he's on the pirates?
1: <laughs> yes, that's right.
0: Uh, Casey Katal, at Katal. C- why is it at Catal? You had to delete your Twitter, didn't you? You deleted your Twitter, didn't you?
6: Oh, yeah. I deleted it. Now uh, it's back.
0: Have you <laughs> reclaimed the followers that you lost?
6: Um, I'm like halfway there.
0: Do you pay attention to something like that?
6: Uh, Now, not so much. I used to pay way too much attention. That's why I deleted it. Um, It was just getting like crazy. But... Yeah, I don't really care. It's cool when I get followers. And like then I think about like some of the newer people like coming up and like they have like 15,000 followers and then I'm like, "Do they pay for that or like is it real?" You know?
1: So sketch. Right? It's
0: a lot of bots, a lot of eggheads. Yeah. I don't follow. Them. No no eggheads and you know what I have to do sometimes? I have to unfollow the people that retweet the porn.
6: Same. It's just too much. Like, great. You like porn? Right. Excellent. But like don't put it on my timeline. I don't want to see that at six in the morning.
0: No, I'm fucking laying in bed with my wife scrolling through porn and then there's a fucking big black dick on my screen. Now right. I gotta explain why right. I'm looking at porn.
4: Right. Come on, dude, that sounds like a party to me.
0: No, because you know.
4: Nothing good. No, you comes... don't want to show your wife what a real man looks like?
0: Exactly. <laughs> nothing comes from a no, nothing good comes from a big black dick at like two AM.
4: Oh my god. But I thought the same thing comes out of all days.
2: Uh.
4: <laughs> you got to watch how you phrase those questions, sir.
0: I guess. I
1: guess. I guess. <laughs> all right. Casey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <At Katal> Casey <laughs> on Twitter at Katal Casey underscore on Instagram uh, this Saturday. There's a trifecta of wrestling. Look, you've been Jones, and you've been in the house for a fucking year and a half. You're looking mm-hmm. to get out. It's supposed to be a beautiful Saturday. It's supposed to be like 80 degrees. Uh, oh great!
2: Over... <laughs> <That's> not... <laughs>
0: All right. Well, Casey's gonna wear extra deodorant. I don't fucking know. The the mask's gonna be I... nice and hot. I don't know what to. Casey's tell you.
4: gonna be the only one wearing extra deodorant because the slobs that show up to these shows never put it on in the first place. <laughs> this. <laughs> See. I know. It's, really, it's, it's not 22. so hard.
0: You grab it. You just psst, 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 you're good to go. It's gonna be warm. True.
4: There's three yeah. shows.
0: Why not spend a day at the the Vets Post in Lyndhurst? You can see uh, Brandon Kirk. He's gonna wrestle Tommy Dreamer. Uh, you can see Rhett Titus wrestle Kyle the Beast. Snitsky's gonna be there. The Sandman's gonna be there. The fucking sandman's gonna come on. The Sandman's gonna be there. And Casey Catal is gonna wrestle fucking Danny Moff.
4: Casey's gonna die.
6: No, this is gonna be this is gonna be a really good show. Like besides like if you wanna like come and see me like possibly die, that's cool. But like if you wanna come see the other like really awesome people, like it's gonna be it's a good card. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you're just bored on a Saturday and just want to chill, like, I don't know if there's a bar or something, I'm sure you could, like, bring beers or sneak them in, like, just enjoy yourself. The fucking big deal Craig Steele is wrestling. I know, I love him.
1: Story of my life, sneaking beers into shows and just drinking
6: them. Same. (laughs)
0: Yeah, it is a little disappointing. Me and Kevin went to a wrestling show once and they didn't have a, uh, they didn't have a bar.
1: I freaked out. I left. Yeah, I leave, Did
0: you? But, no, I didn't leave. Uh but. we definitely took a walk to see if we could find the liquor store.
6: But it that makes h- it like way more fun. It really does.
0: No, absolutely. Yeah. Look, it does. I mean, we should have known better knowing that it was in a church.
1: Oh my god, that was like that was a like capital show.
0: Yeah, it was, it was fucking in a church. It was fucking like 60 degrees outside and it was like Forty degrees inside. It was fucking brick.
1: Listen, I... even shows that I work, I still have a couple before and after. <laughs> so
6: sometimes that's, you that's need it. Facts. Mm-hmm.
1: Now, Casey, oh goddamn, right. You're you're not drinking. Kicks the nerves off.
0: Yeah, you're not drinking yeah. in wrestling,
6: are you? Me, no. If I if I'm doing like a death match, I'll have like a shot or two before I go out. But
1: oh god, Casey, not all right, you're my favorite person ever. Now
6: you uh... are. <laughs>
0: You have any death matches uh, planned, or is that Jimmy Lloyd won the last one?
6: Um, so with ICW, I manage Brandon, so like I do death matches. Like I, I take spots, death match spots with Brandon. Um, there's a whole actually video compilation of me dying at ICW on my Instagram and Twitter. Um, all like the stupid bumps I've taken at ICW, but there is one coming up in June. So it hasn't been announced yet. So just keep your your eyes peeled for that one.
2: Is
0: there an easier way to find it on Twitter uh, versus scrolling through your fucking timeline?
6: I'll retweet it. Listen, like, <laughs> oh. I yeah. a lot of stuff on Twitter, <laughs> I'm either not tagged in or, like, it's like a Shindy show and I don't want to retweet it. But if it's on Instagram and stuff, I'll put out my story. I'll put, uh, everything I share on my Facebook that I'm going to be. So, like, if you could just stalk my Facebook, I probably won't add you, but just stalk it and then you can find it.
0: Yeah, uh, I sat down today. I was like, "All right, time to start doing prep for the show." And I was like, "All right, what?" I'm like, "What is all this?"
6: I don't do much. I work like four for four companies, and like I work like thirty thousand shows for them. Like that's it. You think so they like, would the rest- tag
0: you in something?
6: They do tag me when I'm like relevant, but then sometimes I'm not relevant. So then I just have to tweet about how much basketball I'm watching.
0: You are Casey. You in a wrestling ring is always relevant.
1: <laughs>
6: I'm turning into Dan Barry. Like all I do is put myself down. <laughs> I tell him that all the time.
2: Well,
1: I guess that's, that's a good- guy that—that's a guy that I want to work with, Dan Barry.
0: Well, I guess that's good for yeah. Brandon. I
6: love Dan Barry so much.
0: I that's good him. for Brandon. If he's Dan Barry's partner seems to be doing okay, so yeah. Shout
1: out to Dan Barry. Yeah.
6: Shout Dan- out to Dan Barry. He's—he's he's the best. I love yeah. him. Shout yep. shout out to
0: Barry. He's doing well. Yeah. <laughs> Have a great yes. one, Barry. Casey, did we miss anything? Is there anything you want to talk about that we didn't cover? I don't think so. Okay.
6: I know, like, once I to, like hang up with you guys, I'll be like, oh shit, but no, That's I don't okay. really think <laughs> there's anything.
0: Uh, what's make sense? Make one of those dream boards, right? For the next a vision your, board, whatever dream board. I have a vision board. board. What's a what's, on, what's yeah. on your vision board? Oh, is it that, right now? Hold is on. It that fucking uh, That guy you want to marry Who plays for the Mavericks Is he on it
6: No but I should definitely manifest that Thank you Actually I do <laughs> manifest that Okay so My dream board says <laughs> Stay motivated Make money Train hard Make a difference in the world Travel Self love And be successful
0: So you just put like words on there There's no pictures
6: There's like some Like I'll show it Like here Like let's see This is mine
0: that's it's pretty good it's good
6: artwork. and that's well look at Brandon's. But like that's mine
2: all right we know who
0: the- I'm like
6: we have just our goals so we can like visualize them i'm very like into visualization and just like putting things out into the universe and it actually works like the year that i put like my first year wrestling when i made a vision board and i was like oh i want to be at wwe and then i wrestled oscar in my third match so it works
1: yeah that was incredible by the way
6: it works
0: <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i'm a little i thought that we were gonna see pictures Cause I'm like, you know, borderline retarded, so I was hoping for pictures.
6: Nah, sorry. Oh, I like yeah.
0: pictures. I like pictures. I like stuff.
6: I like pictures too. I'm just not very artistic. You I don't know like have to girls. draw
0: them. You cut them. At, don't you? Isn't the idea? Don't you cut it out?
6: Yeah, but then I feel like I'm manifesting other people's things, and I feel like that won't be as legitimate. So I have oh. to like do it myself.
0: I like it. Very inspirational, Casey.
4: I like it.
6: <laughs> oh, such such an inspiration. It's a shame you're gonna die Saturday. <laughs> you stop I'm not gonna die. Fucking did Christ. you see me? Oh, did you see the um before I go, did you see the the door I went that he put me through? Danny did? Yeah, last yes. weekend. Oh, okay. So this will probably be shown. I don't know. I uh so at LTW last weekend uh Saturday. Oh my god, last weekend, Saturday. I went out and I screwed Dan Moth out of his match. I low-blowed him because I was just pissed off. He was ducking me. And then I had my match with Vanity. And at the end, I called him back out because he was still ducking me. And he got in the ring and he was like all tough guy. But then he kind of like pussied out on fighting me. And then eventually I beat him. Like I was just getting to him and getting under his skin that he pushed me out through a door. So he like ran me through a door.
0: When you low blow a gentleman,
6: mm-hmm.
0: are you worried about actually low blowing him or is it just you don't care?
6: Um, when it's Danny Moth, yes. I'm very worried about it because um, when I went to the back, he was limping and holding his crotch and it was just a joke, but I was almost shit myself. So That's fucking fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was bad.
4: Well,
0: Casey, this has been an absolute pleasure.
6: You are welcome.
0: Anytime you want to come back on, seriously. You just want to call and you want to do a muck.
6: I want to see you guys. Like, I want to be in person next time so I can see you.
0: Yes, absolutely. We have yet to be in person for a show since this goddamn pandemic. But we're all vaccinated. Yes. And summer is coming, and I'm going to bust out this motherfucking backyard like nobody's business. Finally. Finally. There you go. So I don't know we're if ready. Uh, if I can invite the the Kirks to the house, but you're more than welcome to take the trip to the. We're whoops. down,
6: we're down, will, we're down.
1: And I will see you, of course, on June 27th or June 25th. I
6: will see you there. And
0: again, yeah. this Saturday, May 22nd, you can get tickets at Standalone Wrestling dot presents. No, wait, what? The worst website ever. Uh, just go to Standalone Wrestling's Facebook.
1: Yeah, uh, you'll, find you'll find
0: it. You'll find it. links there. Yeah. May 22nd, you could buy a ticket to one show. You could buy a ticket to all three shows. Again, Saturday is supposed to be a nice day. You've been cooped up in the house for a year and a half. You haven't seen live wrestling. This is the perfect opportunity. You're going to see the likes of Casey Catal. You're going to see her battle, Danny Moff. You're going to see Brandon Kirk. He's going to wrestle Tommy Dreamer. The big deal, Craig Steele's is going to be there. Uh, Casey Navarro, uh, Masha Slomovich, uh, yeah. Vita, Vita von Star, Matt McIntosh, uh, the program, the Riot City, Shane Douglas, Sandman, Mantaquila. Is that a person or Mantaquila? Mantaquila. Butter is going to be there.
6: Yes,
0: yeah, butter. Butter is going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> On a roll, son.
6: <laughs> At Cato- Yo, he's really good. He's really good, by the way. He's really, really
0: good. He should change his fucking name.
6: <laughs> he's a lucha guy.
0: Better.
1: Oh. Montaquilla.
6: It's a, a lucha guy. montequia
1: has like, been around for a very long time.
6: Yeah, he's incredible.
0: Yeah, that's been around as long as cows have been around.
1: <laughs> he was uh, a tag team with House of Glory with uh, Jose mm-hmm. Camacho, I want to say. Yep.
2: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. What's his nickname? Canola oil? I don't know. Let's get her plugs. <laughs> no.
0: Oh, boo. Fucking canola oil. Uh, at Katal Casey on Twitter. Katal Casey underscore it, Instagram. OnlyFans.com. It's Katal and then it's Casey K A A A S E Y Y Y. Did I get that right? I'm sure. I don't know. You
6: fucking invented it. What <laughs> it was Casey Katal was taken? I just caught, yeah, it was taken. So I just copy and post the link.
0: Did you check out who the OnlyFans was for Casey Catal though? No. I didn't
6: I didn't
0: do that much. <laughs> uh Teespring.com slash stores slash Catal Swag if you want to support Casey and buy a sick t shirt. There's some great designs up there. You also they also did the um oh fuck, what's the com- they tag us all the time. He does like the cart the comic right. book covers. They did it one for you, right?
6: Oh uh, the bald monkeys podcast yes. did it, yeah, did a shirt for me too, so you can go there as well, yeah.
0: Uh, Casey, anything else before we let you go? Uh, listen, to go watch Brandon lose. I don't know. What do you do when he's playing video games?
6: Uh, watch YouTube.
0: All right. How's that? <laughs> I see you when watching that 90 Day Fiance. How's that going?
6: Yeah, I love 90 Day Fiance. We love it. We thrive. We thrive as a couple watching 90 Day Fiance.
0: Nice. <laughs> okay. So I'm just gonna you. watch
6: like basketball highlights now, and like that's it.
0: There's not like an important
6: basketball game. No, we we clinched
1: the playoffs, man, so we're waiting. Yeah, playing doesn't start till Wednesday. NHL playoffs are on right now, though. So There you go,
0: Casey. You can watch yeah. that. You can watch the Mets lose, so that's going on right now, probably. No. All yeah. right, Casey, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much.
6: Anytime <laughs> yes, you want to come thank back, you guys.
0: please join the Shining Yes,
6: Wizards. I'll see you soon.
0: Yes, please. Bye-bye. Bye, thank guys. You. Good night, Casey. Good luck this weekend.
6: Thank you.
4: She's going to
0: die. She's going to die. You uh, heard it here first. You heard it here first. We got a lot of wrestling we got to talk about. So Yeah, let's, no so-
4: shit. Are we going <laughs> to fucking end the show before 1130
0: tonight? Oh, my God, old man Tony.
4: Fuck <sighs> off, dude. I'm tired.
0: Uh, you're tired. Take a nap.
4: All right. See you later.
0: All right. Uh, but what do we always Back say? Back after all- this!
1: back to this
4: commercial are we taking a commercial commercials we know you love shopping at amazon and we also know you love listening to the shining wizards that's why you're hearing this commercial right now but were you aware that you could combine the two do all your shopping and support the show at the same time Well, of course you can. Instead of going to Amazon.com, go to Amazon.ShiningWizards.com and make your purchases the way you normally would. You're going to get the same great low prices, and a portion of whatever you purchase is going to go to support the Shining Wizards. How great is that? You, by purchasing anything that you normally would anyway, is going to support us. That's a win-win in my book. So from now on, when you shop at Amazon, go to Amazon.ShiningWizards.com or click the banner on our website and do all of your shopping
3: So grab a lemmy, join your cool Uncle Snowy, and co-host Aaron in the pit. Your recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment broadcasting from the current to the way back. Join the impact
1: player Phil Rea and the Portuguese Man of War, Choppy, for the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast, live every week on RantEMradio.com. Get all our episodes
5: over at iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Audio Boom, Google Play, ShiningWizardsNetwork.com, and com.
2: so listen every Sunday, anywhere you
0: get podcasts. At least till Zuckerberg and Twitter Jack deplatform us.
3: And as always, we're proud members of the Shining Wizards Network.
0: Tired of the PC police telling you what you can and cannot say.
3: What's up, wrestling fans? You want something awesome? Check out Wrestling Night in Canada here on the Shining Wizards Network. We're three Canadian metalheads uniting for the love of pro wrestling. Every episode we go over all the latest news and special events with the odd unique interview as well. So grab a cold one and check out Wrestling Night in Canada, eh?
1: Spell it with a K. So might take it easy. Say, I look like me dad.
0: <laughs> All right. We're back. Let's take them in to thank those that support the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. You can do so over at our Patreon, patreon.com slash Podcast, And you can support the show for as little as a dollar a month. Uh, as you've heard us talk about, though, $3 a month is your best value. You get four bonus shows uh, you get a watch along, you get us doing the crossword from Inside the Ropes Wrestling Magazine, which is hysterical. Uh, we actually just tried this for this month of May, and it was a lot of fun. We did a wrestling profile on Bad News Brown, and still to come is our profile piece on Fall Brawl 1995. Oh yeah! Uh, so $3 a month gets you all that bonus content, and we mention you every week on the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast, uh, on the same shows as the likes of the Jack Staines, the Casey Catals, the Ice Trains, the Michael Bennett's all your Chris Jericho's bro. Chris Jericho. Uh, so at this time, we're going to thank Kathy Hummer, the queen of the shining wizards who just celebrated her fourth f- birthday.
4: Happy birthday, Kathy. Uh,
0: Manny Kratso, the king of the shining wizards, Danny and Anthony Rusanello, the AOP of the SWP, uh, Ryan Arthur, who also just celebrated a birthday. Uh, over Happy at,
4: birthday, o- pal.
0: Over oh, at elementary.com. Right. Uh, Sean Toe and Sean Calejo, Ryan Schlong, who has become a mainstay on the Wednesday Night Show, uh, Catherine Hensler, who also just celebrated a birthday Friday night.
1: All right, wait, birthday. whose who, who's birthdays happened when? When was Kate's birthday? Because I feel birthday. really terrible if I miss this.
0: Kate's birthday was Friday. I'm pretty sure Kathy Homer's birthday was Friday. I think Ryan's birthday was Saturday. All right. Um, Macarifo, no relationship to the KJG. Oh, Catherine Hensler, on deckic.com. Uh, Maddie Mellinger, Christine Friesendorf, Mark Parloni.
5: Happy
4: birthday, Mark. Uh,
0: Kenny Hawsey, the Scotch Drinkmore of the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. Jay Cop, the Big Cop Pump. Thomas Cops, the Moth Spock. Michael Hammond, David Henry Bauer III. His pal Antonio Hosserman makes experimental music at harvestmanrecords.bandcamp.com. Dot com, Matthew Birch, the true Prince of Pro. Uh, the Bergman, the LeBron James of Mattel Elite Figure Collecting. Roll, Brendan Heaney. And last, but certainly not least, Mr. William Mercier, Jr.
1: Oh, lives are going to be in William Mercier's hands. You know what I mean?
0: I do know what you mean, Kevin. Uh, if you enjoyed the show and the guest tonight, next week, we have a couple of gentlemen from the uh, new Texas Pro Wrestling join us. Joining us, excuse me. Uh, uh, the Sheriff. I don't, oh. know, I don't know much about the Sheriff, but he'll be joining us next week. Uh, and then Mysterious Q, who, uh, if you are familiar with the Houston wrestling area, uh, Booker T School, uh, he is a trainee from the Booker T School. Uh, he is their champion of the New Texas Pro Wrestling Federation, uh, and they'll be joining us next week on the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. So be sure to tune in for that um, here on RantiumRadio.com and Facebook.com slash Shining, excuse me, slash Wizards Podcast. Very exciting. All right, get that out of the way. I see. Yep. <laughs> uh,
1: that's hey, so, Matt, I don't think we gave Tony a proper introduction here. Tony,
4: how oh, oh. are you?
1: you my friend
4: i'm doing great doing great things are looking up uh good and up and all that good stuff i guess
0: uh tony i think you're right i think i missed uh brett simonello what do you hear what do
4: you say
0: shame on me now is
4: mr simonello still tight with the kirks yes okay yes he is i should have brought up that she was uh the longest reigning tomato of the week
1: I thought we did.
4: Did I? Oh, but I don't know if she heard it.
1: Oh, I, th- I definitely heard you say tomato of the week.
4: Oh, I heard it for us. I don't know if she was in or not yet. Oh,
1: gotcha. No
4: biggies.
0: <clears throat> Where uh, do you want to go from here, gentlemen? Tony, we didn't talk a ton of wrestling uh, before you joined <laughs> the show. Before, I mean, we did, but we didn't cover a specific uh, promotion. Uh, did you want to talk about the WWE? Did you want to talk about picks?
1: Yeah, let's do, let's, do let's, go. First. let's dive, dive headfirst right in the picks. Oh, shit. Is that for me? Oh, the son of a gun. That one match. That one freaking match. God bless you, Tony. Listen, you deserve it, kid.
4: Kev, I can only aspire to be as great as you have this season with your 17 perfect uh, shows.
1: That's, that's true. That's wow. Well. WrestleMania
0: Backlash was last night. I'll be the first to say I saw zero of it, uh, and it, this was not by choice, okay? Uh, I had every All intention right. of watching at least Cesaro Roman Reigns this afternoon, but I just did not have time because, to be fair, there was wrestling that I wanted to watch. Look, the WWE product is not my favorite. I really don't enjoy a lot of stuff that they're doing, the storylines and stuff, but I heard the match was great. I heard the show overall was good. I just didn't have time to go back and watch the whole show today. I do still want to watch Cesaro, Roman Reigns. I'm going to give you a hot take here, and I think you're going to be very surprised. Oh. I saw a clip of the zombie thing.
1: Don't tell me you liked it. Please, for the love of God.
0: I I did not like it, but little Maddie Bowman, Would have probably been over the fucking moon about
1: it. No, stop it. Stop it. I think you're lying to yourself. No no
4: no. Matt makes a good point, and I bring this up because somebody where I was at tonight actually told me like it was silly, but his kids loved it. They loved it. So Matt's maybe not wrong. Maybe he's onto something.
1: No, I I understand where the point comes from, but I understand. Like, yes, of course, when we were a kid. But like, why couldn't you have like this you know what this reminded me of? And I just thought of this right now is Fuck you, know <laughs> <laughs> is, is when Undertaker or Yokozuna tried to try to beat the Undertaker, and you actually had actual wrestlers come in to help him beat the Undertaker, and 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 then put him in that casket. There, this was a, a par. For, Matt, did you, did you notice anyone in particular as a zombie? By the way,
0: I I did not see the match Are you itself. Watch it? I just saw. Like 30-second clips of the zombies, so I didn't notice. I'll tell
1: you who I noticed. I'll tell you who I noticed. Past guest of the show, very good friend, Joe Gacy, was definitely one of the zombies. Oh, nice. Yeah. But, I, dude, I, I, there's nothing that could convince me to make this okay. I don't care. I'm not trying to be a douche old old wrestling fan. I don't care. Nothing you can do would make me con- to convince me that this was, this was a good idea.
0: No, I'm nobody's saying it's a good idea, but this is something that is going to uh, stick with a young child's mind. This is gonna be something that they remember. This uh, was
1: just this was just to promote Batista's movie. Kevin, man. I
0: understand, but we grew up in an era with a lot of fucking bad shit, all right? The White Castle of Fear, the Bulldog and Sting, Sid Invader, the boat blows up the island. The Undertaker, right. respect, the Undertaker respect, floating right. up into the heavens. I'm in not look, respect, I'm not saying it was great. I'm just saying it
1: it wasn't good. <laughs> but I get your point and you're right.
0: But And I think oh, as a God. kid, like I would have been I would have been like this was awesome.
1: If it was any other match, maybe but like Damian Priest and the Miz, who are who are at the top of, and the Miz has been at the top of his game for a very long time, and Damian Priest is just trying to find himself, and then you throw this little Archer gimmick to the fucking moon with the Batista trailer on top. like Just like, I. Of course, this is I, what we talked about before, Matt. I don't know if this was on air or not, but it's just the commercialization of wrestling, which is what I don't want at all. It's like why I watch wrestling, is to get away from... Uh, you know, product placement and this and that, which again, it's been around for a while, but it just, it just makes me so aggravated. And this was just brutal, Tony.
4: I forgot my thought. Um,
1: I kind of just brought your name in there at the end, by the way. So. No, no, no,
4: that's fine. I had a thought too, but I, I kind of lost it. Maybe I'll come back to it. But no, you're right. No, I think, I think what threw me off was uh, the product placement line. I mean, the only other. The only other time I could remember product placement was when Leslie Nielsen was looking for The Undertaker and it was sponsored by Domino's and The Undertaker oh. was delivering
1: pizza. <laughs> I mean I mean it happens. I mean like the White ca- Matt mentioned the White Castle. That's why. Well white it ca- wasn't White Castle. I mean they just it was just Oh no, it was, a- wasn't it? No. That was not a, that was not product. White link. castle had nothing to do with that. Nope.
0: It's All just right. a White Castle of fear.
1: But look, Survivor Series karate fighters. There wasn't a karate fighters match. There was little vignettes on superstars every freaking week.
0: I'm pretty sure there was a karate fighters tournament where the wrestlers wrestled with the karate fighters. Yeah, that.
1: that, Yeah, there were little vignettes on superstars. Yeah, they
4: were little like commercials. It wasn't like there was a match based around a bunch of guys.
1: No, but that's still product placement. Yeah, but it didn't involve. It didn't protrude into the actual matches. Okay, so Kev, that that was my point. I mean.
4: Look at who was involved with this, though. And I know we love the Miz and Damian Priest is coming out, and it's it's a big a big thing for him to get to get the one up on the Miz and all that. But these are the guys that were involved with Bad Bunny. You know what I'm saying? Like if, if anybody- anything, but if anything goofy was going to happen, these would be the two assholes to stick it with. You know what I'm saying? But did, any- did
1: this coming? Like, did anyone see like a whole freaking lumberjacks of zombies? And for no reason, listen, all right, I was thinking to myself, I was like, all right, Damien Priest, Damien, hell, you know, you know, Satan, zombies might come out. It made, it made no sense. It made no sense other than to promote Batista's movie.
4: Well, maybe, they, maybe they're trying to suck the proverbial Batista's dick to uh, get him to appear again and maybe challenge somebody like Roman Reigns.
1: I don't know. Yeah. And, and don't again, know. I'm kind of with Matt. I don't watch Raw or SmackDown for that matter on the regular so maybe this was something that was built up i don't know but if it was oofa loofa.
0: um well look it's funny like this is this small sample size right Is like you know what i'm not i'm not wasting my time on the wwe you know, like you hear about the the atrocities yeah. of Monday Night Raw. Look, if you want to watch WWE, if you want to hate tweet, if that's what your life is about, yeah. uh, good for First you. First of all,
1: fuck those guys.
0: Look, if that's what you want to spend your free time doing, go nuts. I have I value my time. That's right. And I hope everybody out there listening does as well, as well as you guys. I have zero interest in the WWE product. It is. I was thinking about this in the shower last night. Oh Ten years ago, right, and I've said it countless times. Who would have thunk that we could do a three-hour podcast and not and barely talk about the WWE? Right when we started this podcast, I had to go back into watching Raw, and it was a fucking chore for me. Yep, I hated it.
1: Yep, and part of me actually is grateful that we do this show on a Monday night, so I don't have to watch Raw.
0: You know, and Dave Lagreca from Busted Open has been on our show a couple times, and I get that he does the entertainment thing and he does Busted Open, you know. But then I see him fucking rage tweeting and then fucking losing his mind with his Lagreca rants today. Dave's no spring chicken. Homeboy's gonna have a—he's <laughs> gonna have a fucking aneurysm, bro, with these outrages that he's having. I'm worried about him. nice no,
1: he's character.
4: But this... but so Dave's Dave's only got a couple years on me. Does that mean I'm not a spring chicken anymore?
1: Tony, your your egg has hatched very long ago. Tony, you're not hate-watching Monday
0: Night Raw. You're not freaking out about it. You don't like it. You don't watch it. That's the beauty of it. There's so much wrestling out there.
4: I used to hate-watch TNA, and I thought I was going to have a stroke half the time.
0: Ah, but we had a sweet, you know, TNA, man, Meh, <laughs>
4: yeah, TNA.
1: has a great segment.
4: <laughs> kind of missed that. So, but Kevin, I, was ready, you- I was ready to do a MAMO. MAMO. <laughs> it got close. <laughs>
0: Uh, so as you heard from the theme music, for Tony went six and out. He went straight across the board. Kevin only had one blemish on his record. He picked the dirty dogs to retain. That's I awesome. had to try. I look, I'm way down. I'm fucking four, fourteen games behind Kevin. Fourteen. Ooh. So I had to make a couple. You know, I thought maybe they were gonna pull the the trigger on Charlotte Flair because from what I hear on Busted Open when I drive to work, the whole twenty minutes. It seems like they don't have any fucking clue to do anything with Rhea Ripley, so I said maybe they'll pull the trigger on Charlotte, and then I thought the Dirty Dogs would retain because I feel like they never defend their titles. But WWE was looking to make history with the first father-son tag team champion. So yeah,
1: I thought they. I, 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 there was no doubt in my mind that they would that Mysterios would get it, but I just didn't think it would be this soon.
0: So I went four and two. Uh, Kevin steals the lead, sixty-eight, sixteen, and one. Tony. Who went perfect? Six. No. He is 63, 21, and one. I, as I mentioned, way behind. 54, 30, and one. I have some Ooh. ground to make up. Yes, I've had some some stinkers.
4: <laughs> Does New Japan have any pay-per-views coming up, you can yeah. pick up?
0: I think the next pay-per-view we are picking would be AEW's Double or Nothing.
4: Oh, uh, what about NWA? That's coming up, too.
0: That will be the week after.
4: Ooh. Ooh, it's getting
2: interesting.
4: Yes, and then June is chock.
0: Yeah, June is chalk for Ring of Honor's Best of the World. Huge announcement today. Ring of Honor will have fans in the building for the July 11th Best in the World pay-per-view happening in Baltimore. I have already assembled my squad. I am an Honor Club member. I will be buying tickets next Monday morning. I am fucking going to this show. I could not be more excited right now.
4: Good. Good for you. Good for Ring of Honor.
0: I love Ring of Honor. My favorite hour of TV. But back to WWE WrestleMania Backlash. Kevin, you watched the show. Sure did. Tony, did you see any of it?
4: I only really watched the Mysterios match because I knew that was the one that I had <laughs> Kevin. When I saw Dominic hit the fucking frog splash, I was like, yes, perfect.
0: Kevin, what got is it. your you got some takeaways, some highlights, some lowlights? Would you like, what'd you hate? Give us a little rundown of Backlash.
1: I mean, I was very happy that. Uh, cause, well, going in, I thought that the, the main event would be the triple threat WWE title. Matt. And again, I don't watch <laughs> Raw or SmackDown, so this is very bizarre for me to, to go in with expectations. But the fact that they went with Cesaro and Roman at the end, with the amount of time that they gave them, made me believe that that this was going to be a banger. And it totally was. And, and listen, the, there wasn't a Bad other than the freaking zombie massacre of you know 2021, there's nothing that I really didn't like about this show. Little surprised about nope, I'm, I'm confusing impact, never mind. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, it, it, the match with Cesaro and Roman Reigns is exactly why they put it on last and exactly why they gave it that much time. Little confused, little surprised that they put them back to back the title matches though. So that was a uh, that was great. Roman, uh, the triple threat match is a triple threat match. You throw the champion out, two guys clash and then of course the champion comes back in and retains. Nothing wrong with it. Formula, it works. Um, you had uh, Bianca Belair uh, with a nice little winsky uh, over uh, using the hair. That's going to get old soon though, I think. But yep. she beats Bailey, And uh, yeah, I mean, again, a solid show. Just like- I Told you they're gonna get that Sherry Martel moment where
4: somebody's gonna cut that big fucking braid off, and then she's gonna be worthless. It's gonna be like fucking Samson and Delilah. No,
1: I don't think she'll be worthless, but I totally get where you're going with that. And not, it's not happen.
4: worthless as a competitor, but yeah. she's gonna go to rely on it. And it's not gonna be there, and it's gonna cost yeah. her. That's, gonna, that's gonna, gonna happen. You're right. That's gonna be her shortfall for you know in in in, in the short term anyway.
1: Yeah, I agree. So again, I I give it if I had to grade it like we uh we'd like to do on the show, I will say. B, B, solid B ski. Yeah,
0: that's cool. A hard B, hard. except for
1: the freaking commercials, though. And it, I just can't, I can't get over that. It's just so brutal. We might have to splurge to get
4: like the uh, premium or whatever the next level is. But I'm and, waiting for you know, the I, fucking. I'm waiting until the system
1: gets better. The system and, is still and, me and Matt talked about that before, and I think all it is is going to be like ten bucks, which is.
0: It is, is. That's fun. it. Come up to my levels, bro. I ain't got no commercial. I don't know what the fuck you guys were talking about the other morning. Commercials. Yeah, but I don't pay for it, so-
1: Yeah, that's a thing. Like, that's a question, Tony. Like, do we like? Are, are we so entitled that we get it for free because Let's... we're Xfinity subscribers, or do we want to bite the bullet and actually? No, you
4: know, I kind of like pay what I, we were paying for anyway. I kind of like. I don't. I like not having to pay for it if I got to sit through some. Oh, commercials, you whatever. two
0: cheap motherfuckers.
4: Fuck off.
0: That don't it's... complain about commercials.
4: Fuck you. I pay for the NWA <laughs> Power my five bucks. So they get they get my money this time around, not WWE. So it's different,
1: man. Wrestling's different. Yes, it is.
0: Listen, I pay for I pay for it all.
1: I know, I know, you, know you do. do. You're, you're very you're You that cherry you do. picking motherfuckers.
0: Yeah. You love it. So don't if you're gonna complain about the commercials, either man up
1: or shut up. Ooh. Yeah, and and here's the thing. No, he, he, Tony, he's not wrong. No, absolutely. Not. But it's just like it's like is it like is it worth it for me to like man up for something that I don't really care that much to watch? Other than the you know the documentaries and the old pay per view. Listen, I've I've watched War Rumble 1989 for like the last six nights. It's taken me a week to watch it.
0: Let me ask you a question. When you watch the old pay per view, are the commercials?
1: Yes. <laughs>
4: after every match so the that- matter of okay. fact i watched great american bash 95 again because i know we're covering it this month and after every match commercials we're, co-
0: yeah. we're covering fall brawl 95 that's right. or fall brawl
4: whatever okay what just I'm
0: making doing. sure you didn't watch the wrong fucking no i watched sure right fucking i'll, I'll talk hysterical. about both of them but okay so if it was just affecting the original you know like the the new products and you're not watching that fuck it but if it's affecting so every time you watch the royal rumble kevin after yes. every match there's a commercial. Fuck yes. that noise. There ain't none of that shit on my platform, son. I watched like eight Nitro's back-to-back the other day. And it was And you're only paying $10 a month. 9.99. 99 uh, yes. But you see, it's Kev, high. it's definitely worth it.
4: Yeah, but Kev, I don't think we'd have to pay that. I think I think we're at the $5 level so we would only have to kick five more. I'd have to check into that.
1: <laughs> it's not about the money. It's just like it's like I thought that this was coming to me. Like it's like the disappointment of having to pay more. It's just Yep. Yep. Again, it's not about the money. Like I paid $10 a month for the network, so I'll pay $10 for this. But it's just like it's like the letdown. It's like, oh, I thought this is great."
4: It's the I don't, principle. Pay, I don't have to
1: pay anything anymore.
4: It's the principle of the thing. It's like yeah. them in their commercials. That's right.
1: Yeah, I uh, see. I don't have to deal with no commercials.
4: Well, good for you, Rudy Poo. Can we move on to the next? We can what
0: move on. Next? Uh it's is being reported that there are a couple venues in talks for SummerSlam, one of them being Madison Square Garden. Yes. That's right. Would you be interested in attending a live WWE event?
1: Uh, yeah, absolutely.
4: I would if it was at the fucking Meadowlands Arena. <laughs> Tony, the Meadowlands. It's, it's you know what's the weird, like youth live,
0: You live the closest to the city. Yeah.
1: I hate going to the city. Nobody. Dude, I wants- haven't
4: had... I haven't had to go into the city for almost two years. It's been the greatest two years of my life.
1: You are the only one that literally did this every day. For... I know, and
4: it's so great that I don't have to do it anymore. It's
1: fucking wonderful. Oh, look, I get I miss... Nobody likes going to the city. Oh, I love... I miss New York so much.
0: I miss it. All right, well, somebody. I mean, you
1: can still go. That's... It's still there. No, I'm, a... I'm aware, but it was, you know, business purposes.
0: I would go. I would go to SummerSlam if it was at the Garden. I would check it out.
4: Yo, I mi- I missed this note in the chat, by the way, on Facebook. The Bergman. Dominic used his biological father's finisher. That's such a great fucking line.
1: Oh, what a great catch.
4: Oh, my God. Fucking bravo. Bravo to the Bergman.
1: I'm just here sitting like, oh, it's a great tribute. He did the frog splash. It's a great tribute. And I was like, oh, my God. That's his fucking dad. That's Holy fucking shit. Great call.
0: All right, so WWE is coming up with a new docu series created by John uh, Cena. Uh, it's coming to Peacock. It's we're called, not going to be able to see it. It's called WWE Evil. It what is described it as, Funaki. It is described as an entertaining psychological expose into the minds of the most diabolical antagonists in WWE history and their dirty impact- with me
4: into the mind of a maniac.
0: And their impact on mainstream culture. All right, so let's
1: let's dissect who is going to be involved in this, unless it's already been released. Because I have no. It has
0: not been released yet, and it, there's no release date for it. This is a new docu series that John. This is John Cena's brainchild,
4: apparently. Yo, I think we should do so a series on heels.
1: Yeah, so it's basically like the like the worst bad guys. Abdullah. I mean,
4: it's probably gonna be Sergeant Slaughter when he turned on America.
0: That's a, that's a great one. Yeah, uh, I don't know why I got a from. I like Piper. Uh, what? Uh, uh, really? I don't know. What about D.B.I.C.? All right.
1: So the way that you said you said diabolical, so to me that it meant it screamed like. Like George Animal Steel, maybe like early George Animal Steel. Look,
0: I didn't write write. be. I didn't write the fucking thing. I'm just reading what it says.
4: No, I'm thinking, I'm thinking it's got to be people that like incited riots, like that kind of person,
1: you know? So that's why I kind of thought Abdullah, but who would like. It, Who would look, be like in like a Puerto Rico territory? Look,
0: you guys are overthinking this. It's fucking...
1: This right. is John you're
0: Cena right. creating oh. a program for the WWE Network on fucking NBC. <laughs> All right? It's, it's going to be, be fucking Piper. Teddy DiBiase. It's IRS. It's going to be fucking Randy Orton at some point in his career. Maybe an All angry right. edge. It's Maybe not. not. Like-
1: Player. So basically what you're telling me is that we're looking at Repo Man, Skinner... Kenny Dykstra, and so in other words, the Spirit Squad. So
4: John Cena came up with a e biography for all the heels instead of including babyfaces. Bravo, John! Great idea.
0: You maybe throw Papa Shango in there. Yeah.
4: Yes, because they could do an hour on Papa Shango, the Boogeyman.
0: The yeah, Quang the Boogeyman. They could blump. I all. see. I'd
4: rather see an hour on the Boogeyman. He fucking coming out and shaking and shit. Get it's- Michael J. Fox to play him.
0: God. You can't put you can't Tony. It's 2021. No one can wear blackface.
1: Oh, I forgot that. That's the only hang-up. Well, technically, Boogeyman is red face and oh. yellow and polka yeah,
4: dots. Then that's racist on two levels.
1: No, but I yelled. I put the yellow polka dots in there too. And oh my god, it's so racist on all levels. Oh my god. <laughs>
0: Um, we have new WWE women's tag team champions. That happened on Friday night SmackDown.
4: Dummies should have won at WrestleMania, you fucking idiots. Thanks, they ruined that pick for me too. Fucking dummies. Well, you know, on the win it at Backlash. They won it on fucking SmackDown. Yeah. We don't give a fuck.
0: If you wanna flip the you wanna flip the uh the hourglass of time. Uh, Impact did the same thing to me when they did another fucking tag team title change and they fucked my pickup from last month.
4: Yeah, you're absolutely right.
0: When that fire and flavor beat fucking Rachel Ellering and Jordan Grace for the women's tag titles. Yeah, that was shocking. Under man.
4: siege. Wait, they won the titles back? Yeah, yeah, baby. Under siege. What the fuck? This is why women's wrestling has no respect.
1: No, I respect like it. the women. No, I like it. No, it's... it's- <sighs>
4: <laughs> oh my God. They fucking, fucking women around. fighting. And so how many women's NXT champions have we had already? Three Listen, sets, three? three sets, right?
0: Of uh, yes. NXT women's tag team champions. Yes. And how long have those
4: titles been in existence? A month? Maybe two. What the fuck are we doing? What are we doing? Uh, what uh, are we doing?
0: Like us, we're doing a podcast.
4: Yeah, I thought we were talking about. That's what I was looking for. Thank you. We're
0: okay. all we're all over the place here, Kevin. Uh, Jesus, we're covering let's, all, let's all forms of professional wrestling. <laughs> uh, June twentieth looks like it will be uh, Hell in a Cell oh, on, the, on the WWE Peacock.
4: Wonderful. What 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 grandiose feuds are going on right now that we need to put in Hell in a Cell?
0: All of them. It's a it's a gimmick pay per view, so they will all That's be right. in the cell.
4: Well, only two of them will. I bet you we're going to get Rhea Ripley and Charlotte in the cell because they've got a fucking blood feud
1: going. Yep, I'd bet on that. And I'd bet on Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre in the cell.
4: That one makes sense.
1: Bet on both of them.
0: Uh, Zelina Vega apparently is working towards her return with the WWE. She was at the Performance Center filming
4: something. yeah! (laughs) How's that union working out, Zelina? Did she, did she Zelina on the door to get back into
1: WWE? Uh Tony, I missed you.
0: He was only gone for like forty-five minutes, Kevin.
1: That's a long time without Tony.
4: <laughs> Holy
1: shit! What are we talking about here?
0: Uh, we're nothing really. We're kind of all over the place here.
4: <laughs> God, <Ugh>.
0: Tony. Let's, <laughs> Kevin, if you don't mind, I would like to um. I'll mute, I, I'll mute. I, no, you don't have to mute. I just, I. you didn't watch NWA, right?
4: No, I didn't. No. Oh, nah, Kevin you, didn't. Nah, you motherfucker. <laughs> Fuck off.
0: What? What would you think about the end of that fucking Jack Stane slice boogie match?
4: It was fucking weird, right?
0: Yes, and I brought it up to Jack Stane, and you can and listen what to his he response. Say? He said, it's not always about the wins and losses. Sometimes it's about your friends.
4: Him and Cribson are two big motherfuckers. You mean he couldn't he couldn't finish off Slice Boogie and just fucking go help his friend? Like, yeah, I didn't. There was a lot this week. Like this whole, uh this whole Camille thing where she's like, "Oh, you can't wrestle anywhere else if I beat you." What? The,
0: what? I'll tell you what I hated about that.
1: Don't you dare I, talk. Don't you dare speak that way about Camille. Don't you dare. I
4: hate.
0: I hate this Thunder Rosa Mean Girls thing with Malia. I fucking hate it. It's dumb.
1: Yep,
4: 100%. The whole What's pro- going on with women's wrestling, dude? Dude, the whole promo
0: was fucking dog shit, man.
4: Yeah, the, the, for some reason, they are not working on the mic. Camille's not so great at talking, and Rose is only a little bit better.
0: Look, Thunder Rosa comes out firing. She wants to talk about Meldred Burke and all this other bullshit, whatever. Great. But then she's doing, like, the fucking, like, the the pantomime and shit. Like, I'm like... Stop with the mean girl shit with Melina and no one's explained to me why she's with Melina. Why is she with Melina? Did I miss I something? Could... Was it on like a one of those weird in between up like NWA surge or whatever the fuck the weird shows are that are I'm
4: fine? Fu- fu- no, I, I did it. not
0: I did not enjoy it. I the, the stipulation is whatever. Yeah, I don't. The stipulation is if Thunder Rosa loses, she can't wrestle anywhere else, which essentially takes her off of AEW TV. Um, but then what do you do with her? What is she stuck in limbo? Like Serena Deeb's coming back on Dynamite this week, so that means she's healthy. So hopefully she shows up on NWA to defend the title. Is Camille ready to be the NWA Women's Champion? I don't think so.
4: I don't think so either. I don't think so either. But then what do you do? Do you put the belt back on Rosa?
0: Like I don't see why why you don't leave it on Serena Deeb.
4: Because Serena Deep is contracted to AEW now, no.
0: Well, it seems like there's some kind of weird working relationship, no.
4: No, there is, but it's like why would you not want to have your champion back in house? You know what I'm saying? Like look at the pro- look at Impact now. They their, their champion is what? Barely on their show? Is he even on Impact? I don't he's on know. on every
0: week. He does something every week on there.
4: All right, well, as long as he's there, but I mean, NWA haven't seen Serena Deep since she won the title, right?
0: Yeah, but she's also hurt. She's been hurt for the last couple months. And NWA no, wasn't get, doing TV.
4: I get it, but I would hope they would bring her back, you know, now that she's okay. I mean, the ne- at least for the pay-per-view, no? Get her back in the next round of tapings. Yeah, you bring I think she'll
0: be there. For, I'm sure she'll be there for the next round of tapings.
4: She's a fucking, she's a hell of a talent, too. She's I, I don't disagree with keeping the belt on her and letting Camille simmer for with, that's probably what they're doing. They're probably just going to have this simmer with Thunder Rosa for a while to get, to get Camille ready for it. Alrighty. I mean, I guess, I don't know. Look, I'm all Uh, for it. Nick Uh, Aldis. He was afraid of this battle Royal. This shit didn't sit right with him. What'd you think of this? Oh,
0: what did I think? Um, (laughs) I, um, battle royale so the fl- no i i well, i get it he's not he's didn't know he didn't know about the battle royal he was upset because he had to hear it from joe galley and may valentine then he goes okay. and he belittles uh. fucking joe galley
4: well let me let me just tell the people so the gimmick is in three weeks time or four or three weeks wait three weeks from this week no two weeks coming from this week so there's going to be a battle royal and no current champions are allowed in it and the winner gets a shot at. Whatever death may come, or whatever the fucking pay per view is called, at the uh, world's heavyweight championship, yeah, at the at uh, So, they were supposed to have a main event last week of Latimer and Adonis against Stevens and Kratos for the tag titles, but all this thinking that his boys were going to win pulled them out of that match so they could be in the battle royal. To pretty much guarantee that strictly business would win the battle royal because Nick Aldis doesn't like this.
0: Yeah, but Adonis can't be in the battle royal because he's the national champion,
4: which they did not mention, which is weird, right? It was but weird Latimer how, can... but Latimer can be.
0: Yes, but it was weird how the show ended with them like hyping that there's going to be a tag match and everyone left the building and then the show just ended.
4: Here's the other thing, Ugh. right? So they mentioned the tag title match is off, and then the very next cut is that the fucking title match is, is coming tonight. That's some bush league shit right there. NWA was sour this week, dude. What'd you think of the Pope and fucking uh, and your boy? Uh, I
0: Austin can, Idol can not oh. <laughs> the TV on the sun porch is a hand me down, and I almost threw it off the fucking sun porch. Today. <laughs> I fucking I. Well, correct me if I'm wrong here, okay? Nobody ever paid a fucking dollar to see Austin Idol.
4: Ever? No, no, that's not true. Austin Uh, Idol was a big name in the '80s. As a matter of fact, when people talk about who could have taken the place of Hulk Hogan at the birth of Hulkamania, some people actually bring up Austin Idol. Have been able to step
1: into that role. Those people
0: kiss their sisters and they're on fucking drugs.
1: But weren't were weren't we, if if my memory uh serves me correctly, weren't we all like applauding and lauding over the vent the vignettes of Austin Idol uh w- that was him, right? Austin Idol had like the car like the those commercials during NWA. He has he a- had
4: some of them, but I think mostly it was for his school, no?
0: Yeah, it's her school. He's not doing what's his nuts, waffles, and tire irons.
4: Yeah, he wasn't doing waffles and tire irons and all those other ones. No, he's
0: doing Austin Idol's Universal Wrestling School
5: for Jabron. Which, right, so- which,
4: in that gimmick, he's great. He's perfect for that role. The voice for Tyrus? And Tyrus has been cutting great promos.
0: I can't, okay. I can't fucking stand Austin Idol. I hope somebody, I hope the Pope punches him in his fucking dome.
4: Well, the good things is Slice Boogie got another win. So, I mean,. He needs he needs some fucking better tights, by the way. Uh your boy Matt Cross got the uh the TV title shot coming up.
0: He beat the Mims.
4: That's right. Yo, Mims is looking good too. Those Mims has got some fucking potential right there. Oh. I'm liking the Mims. No, yes, maybe. No, I
0: just saw some terrible news. Don Carnoodle? Oh, Don Carnoodle, yes.
4: Yeah, I saw that. Oh yeah. Don uh well known for being part of Sergeant Slaughter's boot camp squad, I think it was a, what it was what it was called. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, NWA tag title match, uh, they were the champs, Steamboat and Youngblood. In they the had cage, a hell of right? a fight with those guys.
0: Don Knudel, yeah. sorry, Don Knudel. Don Cernoodle. how old was he? Seventy-one. God damn. They say it. Uh, early reports are it was self-inflicted.
4: Oh, really? Ooh. That's emotional. Oh, worse. that's fucking rough. Shit.
0: Uh, yes. uh so that was the NWA. Uh right? Is there anything else from the NWA we need to talk about?
4: No, that's it.
0: Uh talk, Kevin, what uh, oh. what do what do we have to take away away from Impact Under Siege?
1: Oh, well, you you gotta take away that you have a, a number one contender for Kenny Omega. At the next Impact Wrestling pay-per-view, and that would be one Moose. Moose won that six-way match or five-way match with uh Cardona, Trey Miguel, Chris Saban, um, yada yada yada. And he won. So he will be uh Sammy Callahan was in there as well. So you have Moose. It's much, but it's weird though. The sub-story here to me is that the the Good Brothers came out and actually attack Sammy Callahan. So to me, they feel like Sammy Callahan is a bigger threat than Moose. Right. So you might be looking at a bigger time pay-per-view of, of a Sammy Callahan, uh, Kenny Omega story. But I think Moose is, listen, Moose is a mega star, no matter how you slice it. Moose is a superstar. So he won that, uh, the six man tag team match actually surprising, uh, good brothers and Kenny Omega lost to Eddie Edwards and FinJuice. So that was uh, kind of unexpected. Eddie Edwards getting the pin over, I think he pinned Carl Anderson. And so there's there's so many different like ways that they can go with this. Uh, but that's, uh, you know, a conversation for another day. And then you had uh, new women's tag team champions, knockout tag team champions, Faya and Flava, which if if we were picking this pay-per-view, this would be the one that I would have gotten wrong. Wow. Because uh, I, don't, I don't hate it, but. I think like I always think there's a, a, a time where you can flip flop titles back and forth if it's between the same two teams and anyone could beat anyone. Tony, do you kind of agree with that at all or, or no?
4: No, I, I, I just I yeah, I do. I didn't I didn't like it here. It's weird when they just
1: I don't know. The, no, I got you. Listen, it's not ideal, but I feel like there's Everyone with the flip flopping and the titles and all that stuff is—I think that's kind of overstated. I think if it's the same two teams that are fighting over the same prize, it's kind of like you know, it's like a it's like a four game series in the playoffs. It's like, listen, Booker T and fucking Chris Benoit did it, like, Booker, like you know, like it could happen. Uh, yeah, but the title
4: didn't flip flop in the in the, during the well, matches, it's
1: right? but it's the the point is the same. It's like anyone could beat anyone, and if there is a title on the line for it, then that's so to me that I feel like that's okay. It's not like. You know, they're losing to, you know, like Eugene and William Regal. And then they're, you know, yeah, beating, you know, like how Trevor long, Murdoch and Lance Cade. And like,
4: how long were Fi- Fire and Flava working together before the tournament? Do you know?
1: Oh, probably about a year.
4: Okay. And how about Ellering and uh, Jordan?
1: Oh, J- Ellering was the replacement after Jazz retired.
4: Okay. So, but. Like this team has hardly existed, and yet they beat this established team, and then they lost it back. That that's the weird thing about it, you know. Well, I, I mean, think
1: that I think the them uh, I think Ellering and and Jordan Grace winning was just like the the the, the shock factor of Ellering being the partner, and then them yeah. doing it and making it a pay per view, air quotes, moment.
4: You know what that kind that that kind of makes more sense because she was a surprise. Oh, oh you know what. Yeah, The more we talk about it, the more I'm okay with it. I don't like it overall, but I'm, I'm kind of okay with it seeing it that way.
1: Uh, you also had uh, my dear good friend, Brian Myers, in the opening match, defeat uh, Horus Hogan, or uh, Black Horus Hogan, I'm sorry. And he, he won a match, uh, so that was great. It, listen, say what you want about me and, and my mark for him. Brian Myers is a really good wrestler. Like he's like a really good wrestler. He gets it, and and no one listening to this no thinks that I know more than him. But dude, he's just good. So that was a great match. Brian Myers is on the upward path. I feel like he will at some point get a TNA World Title, uh, Impact Wrestling World Title shot. Um, uh, William Morrissey defeated Willie Mack in uh, a great listen. I'm a big William Morrissey guy now too, and I like Willie Mack. And Richard Swan came out afterwards. In a chair, did a little Enzo shuffle. So it look, a great show, great overall showing for this entire entire brand. I don't want to leave anyone out. Diana De- uh, Perazu uh, beat Havoc, retained the title. So again, great show.
0: Uh, and we saw new number one uh, tag team contenders. It looks like Ace Austin and Madman Fulton will be. Yes. Uh, the number one tag team contenders to Finn Juice, uh, Moose will be challenging. And that'll be
1: on that'll be on the next episode of Impact. i will be facing this, them
0: this Thursday night, correct? Uh, Moose will be challenging Kenny Omega at the June twelfth Impact Plus special against all odds. So, Kevin, your theory that the Sammy o- Sammy Callahan story is bigger may be Sammy Callahan Kenny Omega as Slam Anniversary.
1: Got it. You know what? You're right, and it's such a shame because Moose, and that's my birthday, June twelfth. So that's actually kind of wild. So uh uh b- both Moose and Ke- and Sammy deserve it. I god it's
3: wild. Who's Does, got I need, the
1: balls to, Who's got the balls to pick Moose? That's is not Moose, a pay-per-view match so we don't have to.
4: Is Moose beating Kenny Omega? I fucking
1: love to see it. That's not a pay-per-view match so we don't have to pick
4: that. Moose wreck his fucking dumb ass. Moose Moose. Moose,
1: uh,
0: uh, Kevin, how was ELP Josh Alexander?
1: Dude, I'm glad that you brought that up because ELP and Josh Alexander both had, like, there's no coincidence that ELP has, like, the best matches whenever he comes in. And I'm not a big ELP guy. You know him more than I do. But Josh Alexander is, like, is just a hoss, man. He is just a hoss. And this match was... God, oh God, was it the match of the night? Probably was the match of the night. Probably was. So, yeah, uh, Alexander, and a big win for Alexander, big win for Impact over, uh, quote-unquote, Outsider uh, from New Japan. So, uh, yeah, great, great stuff, great stuff. Uh, what else do we have here?
0: AEW put on a- Oh, we have a whole lot. A huge show on Wednesday night. Did uh, I know, Tony, you're not watching AEW, right?
4: Yeah, but um, Orange Cassidy died.
0: Orange Cassidy did not
4: die? No, he's still alive. Almost died.
1: A lot of people almost died, I feel like. No,
4: he wrestled Pac and he got fucked up, didn't he?
1: Like legit or
0: shoot?
4: No, like he was fucked up and he... Fucking took a clothesline and took a power bomb and it kind of fucked up the match. Isn't uh, that? Know, Pac for the number one contendership, right? Right. Yeah, and it yeah, ended it... In, like some sort of fucking double stoppage or some shit.
0: Well, no. uh, uh, Don Cowles came out and said, "Let's go, Pac. Hurry it up. Finish it up." The strap making a distraction. Kenny Omega slid in the ring, hit Pac with the belt. Then there was a double. They were both down to the count of ten.
4: Yeah, because. Orange Cassidy got fucked up on the power bomb. Or um, maybe the shot before it. Yeah. That's, That's what I was hearing. It. Like I only watched the footage of that clip because I heard that Orange Cassidy was like knocked out or knocked loopy or something like that.
0: Yeah, I think
1: they called an audible.
0: Oh, I didn't I have to I'd have to go back and watch. I watched the show today, I just didn't notice it.
4: No, and I believe me, I didn't watch it, but somebody had brought up that he was possibly here. Cause I also Read that Ricky Starks got hurt a couple weeks ago during his match with Adam Page. Yeah. He and he f- suffered a broken neck. He
0: fractured his neck. Yeah. That's fucking That's Crazy tough. Town USA.
4: Here's one thing I did watch this week before you get into it. Did you get a chance to watch Being the Elite today?
0: No, I have not watched Being the Elite in like weeks because. Okay. The, That's
4: not where I thought you were going to The Good out. Brothers okay.
0: stuff like really turned me off.
4: No, no, no. But, but the reason why I watched it, it came up in my feed and it opened with Christopher Daniels. Apparently, Daniels and Kazarian lost the tag title match, so they're done as a team. Yes, great,
0: great match too.
4: Great promo in the back that Christopher Daniels cut, and I forget the phrase he used, but he quoted Dusty Rhodes, and he said, you know, something along the lines like maybe he's going to hang it up. I forget, but he had he had a great phrasing for it though. He broke down crying, and he's like, I don't want to give this up yet. I'm not done yet. Powerful stuff. Here's the big problem I had with it. And this isn't picking nits. This is like somebody should have known better. When you have a promo like that, that should be ending your se- that should be ending your show, especially when during the show, all you're doing is having the heel tag team talk about how they're going to split up SCU when they defeat them.
1: Yeah, I I, I disagree, Tony.
4: Wait, Kate, Kate. actually had it. Laying it's, this it's, old body down. It was a. It was a quote, and I. I believe it's probably a Johnny Cash quote, if I remember correctly. But he he credited Dusty Rhodes cutting a promo with it.
1: Kevin, I mean, your thoughts? There, there's something to be said for just going off into the sunset for. For it, like, and and I noticed that they didn't. There's a reason why they. I mean, maybe this was maybe even Tom Foolery on their end, but there's a reason why they didn't pause and show the hug between kazarian and daniels it's like all right they're done now it's it let them go and that's what you always say about wrestling the older guys just move on out just into the sunset for a lack of a better term i understand the respect value about having that moment on tv i get it but i don't think it was warranted here because let's be honest since they won the tag team titles what were scu doing since you know other than that initial Titan but, Championship but, run. But I'm
4: not, but I'm not talking about that, Kev. I think I think you okay. can see what I'm saying. This is from being the elite. At the beginning of being the elite, they show Daniels cutting this passionate promo in the back that, you know, like maybe, maybe it's time. And then he breaks down. He sits on the floor and he starts crying. He's like, I don't want to give this up yet. I'm not ready to give this up.
1: But you're saying that that should have been on TV is what
4: you're saying? No, 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 no. I'm saying they should have ended being the elite with that. Oh, okay.
1: Uh, Done. Instead of
4: putting that at the beginning and then having like all the shit talking, like you guys are going to be retired because we're, we're fucking beating you and all this and that and whatever.
0: Was, was that promo like post-match?
4: Yeah. Cause he was, he was getting his stitches in his eye and they said, okay, you're good to go. And you know, I would have put it at the end. I think it would have been a much more powerful way to end the episode for the week, you know?
0: Yeah, no, I don't at, disagree.
4: At the not. end, listen, we got a non-dick moment with the Good Brothers and, and the Young Bucks, which was fine. It wasn't like over-the-top garbage or anything like it's been the past couple of weeks. I probably just would have put Christopher Daniels at the end to give him that moment. Like, he's not sure what to do. Cut it, and that's it. Maybe you find out some more on Wednesday, you know?
0: Yeah, I don't watch Being the Elite because I can't stand the Good Brothers and their dick jokes.
4: Fair enough. So, there were no dick jokes this week.
0: I think once they get back out on the road, like they start traveling, I think, because I feel like Being the Elite's kind of stale right now.
4: What do you think of the word that Don Callis is probably going to move over to AEW and just be um, Kenny Omega's manager and not be involved in Impact anymore? Do you hear those rumors going around?
0: I haven't heard those rumors. I don't.
4: I think Meltzer even talked about it today, so it's on good authority.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't really know. I think Scott DeMore and his his crew have a pretty good handle on things over there. Yeah. You know, I, I just don't know. I don't know. You know, I don't yeah. know how involved Don Callis is behind the scenes. I don't know what strings he's pulling.
1: Isn't Aren't him and Scott DeMore more than the same in their positions?
0: Maybe, but maybe if he's going to be doing all the stuff, Scott DeMore says I can take – D'Lo Brown and and we can do this, you know, and you could go do whatever the fuck you're doing.
1: Yeah. yeah. All right. That's fair.
0: I, uh, so I had a busy week at work, so I did not get to watch a lot of wrestling, but I saw people were like up in arms over this Cody Rhodes promo. Did you guys see this promo? No.
1: Nope. Nope.
0: I watch, I watch Yikes. wrestling to like punch out of everyday bullshit, right? I thought this was a fucking great promo. I just don't I don't un- I I I can't I don't understand what why wrestling fans are watching wrestling.
1: Oh, give us some context. What was the
0: So, he came out, he cut a promo. He said it's not fashionable to be patriotic, he has always been proud to be an American. Oh,
1: I did okay. I did see this. Yes, Sorry, he go said ahead.
0: that Atlanta was segregated before 1961, but in 2021, his wife will give birth to a daughter with a multiracial background in the same city. He, uh, without naming them, mentions Bruno San Martino and Shad Khan by mentioning uh, the con- the states that they're from, their towns, and that two immigrants um, made their mark on the country in the United States. Um, he says that for one night only. He's going to use the uh, nickname "The American Dream" for his match against Anthony Agogo. I thought it was a great
3: promo. I, it's I great. Re- I agree.
0: I really don't like. I know. Look, I know people hate Cody. Do they? People fucking loathe Cody, dude. They fucking hate him. Why? I don't know.
4: I don't think Nick Aldis has a has a kind. Word to say about him either uh,
1: That's fine if you're a wrestler But why do like Why do people hate someone who brought them The most realistic alternative To professional wrestling that we've ever seen
0: I don't know People think that he because he, he's right, he uses his last name To get where he I really don't know I have no idea
4: And then for five years He didn't even use his last name So what are they fucking bitching about? I don't
0: know I didn't see a problem with the promo <laughs> I thought it was real He got super emotional When he talked about his wife having a baby like that's a real emotion, like.
1: He's guess, good at that.
0: Yeah, he cuts a fucking great. Pro- I just don't like. It was good. I'm pumped for fucking Cody Rose, Anthony a go go at Double or Nothing.
1: Dude, I'm a big go go guy. A go go guy. Go 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 go. I'm a listen. I think the guy has got star freaking. Again, my opinion means absolutely jack shit, but I think he's a freaking stud.
4: Matt, have you done the DDP workout where? Anthony Agogo was training for his boxing comeback, and that's all DDP was talking about. Going, let's go, 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 go!
0: No, I haven't. What is that? uh What is that specific workout called?
4: It's it's one of the more difficult ones. It's like oh. one of the like extreme ones. No, no, I'm I not. think it's living. It might be living in the red zone. I'm not sure. I forget what. I mean. think
1: it's called the a uh, go bigger go go home.
4: But yeah. Anthony Agogo has been in a few of the workouts too. He's in one of the more recent ones, one of the jacked ones, back in studio.
0: Um. It looks we have a new TNT champion. Yes,
4: yeah, Miro. Finally.
0: Uh it looks like the double or nothing card is coming together nicely. It looks like the championship will be a three way dance between Kenny Omega, Orange Cassidy, Pac, Sheeta against Britt Baker, Cody Rose, Anthony Agogo, Hangman Page, challenge Brian Cage, and the Casino Battle Royal for the AEW title shot. Plus oh, the... all
1: right. Boys, let me ask you this real quick. Matt, you specifically, and then Tony as well. Does this Triple Threat title match. I know we talked about it earlier. Does it seem a little bit like out of nowhere to you? Yep. Yep.
0: Yep. Does it seem out of nowhere? Like no. There was like
1: one promo where like he's talking to Shivani, and all of a sudden now we're getting like Pac and Orange Cassidy against. Well,
0: I think this is yep. where people, people could make an argument for the
1: rankings.
4: Oh, can we do a rankings rap?
0: I will not be doing a rankings rap.
4: Look.
1: I'll rap right now.
4: Do it, Kev. Give Kev the top five. Hurry up. Let's <laughs> do this.
1: Yo, 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 here we go. The rankings are foolish. I'm just kidding. I'm kind of drooling over them because I respect them. No, that's a fallacy. I'm just impaled. Oh, that that was terrible. That lasted like four <laughs> seconds. And you and you were in elevation? Elevate. That was a boy band. <laughs> Hi, hum. Let me try it again. Yo, yo. Yo. yo, yo, yo. Yo, Orange Cassidy, he's, he's a has- Ah, come on, Tony, right, didn't you do it then? <laughs> Orange Cassidy, he is great. He's
4: wrestling with Puck. He better not be late. Yeah, All right, All right so you're,
1: do- you're doing nursery rhyme rap.
4: No, I'm doing Wednesday night rap, bro. It's the hottest thing on the internet.
1: <laughs> yo, yo, Matt's got his hands on his eyes. He doesn't even know. <laughs> Yo, I'm pricking Anthony a go-go. Or Aldo a go-go. <laughs> Not Cody Rhodes. Yo, yo, yo. Best man it's-
4: Miro, he's the best. He's got this belt on his chest.
1: Yo, yo.
4: And <laughs> omega eats his smegma. <laughs> yo.
1: Yo, 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 yo. I'm like JTG with these oh. rhymes. Yeah, yo. <laughs> uh, um, uh.
0: What was your question? Oh, the, it came out of left field.
1: Triple <laughs> threat match. Um, <laughs> what the hell were we talking about? Right?
0: We're talking about Pac, Kenny <laughs> Omega, Orange Cassidy. The crowd's gonna, look, they're going to Vegas. It's going to be in front of a live crowd. It's going to be hot. And I think it's, uh, you know.
4: Wait, wait, Kenny Omega and, and Orange Cassidy should make a tag team. Not Kenny Omega, Punk, and oh, fuck it, never mind. <laughs> Are
1: we still rapping?
4: <laughs> I'm too giddy.
1: Yo, 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 <laughs> yo, Tony don't even know what he's saying. Kenny Omega going to Vegas.
4: <laughs> no, playing, come on.
1: Vegas, you don't have to necessarily rhyme the last word of the song to make it rhyme. No, <laughs> you can just do what you Don't want. Have to rhyme the words to make it rhyme. Oh no, that's that's a that's a that's a long. That's, 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 you're living in the past, Tony.
5: Holy shit! Wow.
1: <sighs> what about before we go to predictions? I feel like Dr. Britt Baker's got to win. No, Dr. Britt Baker. She's the
4: best. She's gonna beat Sheeta like the rest. Oh, yeah. right. women.
1: Yeah! Yow, <laughs> yow, 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 <gasps> It looks
0: like we're getting Spring Stampede 2. No way the stadium stampede, you fool! Pinnacle Inner Circle in the house. MJF is gonna bust Jericho like Mickey
1: Mouse! <laughs> That's the best one that we had so far. Wow. It's the best one. There's no competing. There's My no rhymes com- are shit. The show is long.
0: Why don't you suck my dong? <laughs> what about Richard Schlong, Whatever his name is. <laughs> Casey Catal, Jax Dane, guest tonight. That's the game. We still got to talk about Ring of Honor. Fuck this shit. <laughs>
1: this is I'm why Jeffrey Dahmer. Do this. <laughs> this is why we don't do it. But you already knew it. All right. So
0: are we excited for a stadium stampede part two? Yes, sir. t Donk.
4: Yeah, whatever.
0: All right. T-Dunk um, is
1: already checked out.
0: John Moxley showed up at the end of the GCW draft day, and he confronted Nick Gage. So that's kind of big news. Wonderful. I want to talk a little bit about Ring of Honor.
1: Let's do it, baby.
0: Uh, they are bringing back the Ring of Honor Survival of the Fittest Tournament. Oh. Uh So that is fun. The tournament will feature a series of qualifying matches with the winners of those bouts advancing to a multi-man elimination match to decide the tournament winner. The winner gets a future world title shot. I hate oh. uh-huh. what they're doing with Rush and company because they have suspended them. Rush. For- no, it's Rush because this guy's a Rush. fucking job. They have storyline suspended him for what they did to Amy Rose. So right now, our Ring of Honor World Champion is not being featured on TV. There's no storyline for him. On the most recent episode of Ring of Honor TV, again, the best hour of wrestling, in my opinion. They did a battle royal where the the final two entrants would have a match, and that winner would get to choose what title he gets to go after whether it be the pure title or the TV title, those winners were LSG and Joe Keys. If you are not watching Ring of Honor, please seek this out, if only for one thing. Dan Housen gets thrown out of the ring. Then he puts on an El Generico mask and jumps back in the ring and is immediately eliminated, which is hysterical. And the fucking PCO malfunctioning thing is hysterical.
4: I didn't even understand. I was in the ring and they threw me out, so I put the mask on and it came back in They threw me right back out again.
0: Yes. Oh, Genericohausen was thrown out. PCO, like, it, the, we're down to the final four. It's LSG, it's Joe Keys, it's PCO. Fuck, who's the last? i who's, who's the? I forget who the fourth guy was. Holy shit, I just watched this this afternoon.
4: I was in the ring and they threw me out.
0: I it was Hulk it? Hogan. No, it was Sledge.
4: We're coming for you.
0: And, and they're all standing around, and then PCO starts holding his face and screaming, and then he just runs and dives through the second and third rope and just hits the floor because he's malfunctioning. It's the funniest thing ever.
4: I'm S- not a world champion, PCO. Uh,
0: Shane Taylor Promotions defended their six-man titles against the Primal Fear. Fucking awesome match. Shane Taylor should have been the world champion, and yep. SOS is a fucking sick tag team. The Soldiers of Savagery. Right. Yep. Our boy Josh Woods finally got a showdown with Tony's favorite old man Silas Young. Fuck yeah. It was a (laughs) fucking awesome match, and I think Kevin referenced it before. I would not be upset if they did, like, a best of seven series with these two. Silas won because he uh, cheated.
4: That cheating
0: fuck. And he got the best of Josh Woods, but I don't think this story is over. This was a great fucking match man what a fucking great hour of tv i love ring of honor tv i'm super pumped for this best in the world show uh i will be there i'll be as close to possible rocking my shining wizards gear
4: is quinn mckay wrestling
0: at the best in the world yeah i hope so well she was not on tv this week She was recovering from her injuries from the match from angelina love
4: She's a prof. Angelina Love Herder?
0: Yeah, Angelina Love beat her. Her and Mandy Leone used the one woman advantage to take advantage of her and beat her up. Those pigs. Those yeah, them bitches. It's the bitches Slopped. that'll get you. Jerks. Uh, New Japan will be returning to running shows starting on May twenty second.
4: Oh, that was quick.
0: Well, it's been a couple of weeks now.
4: I Ooh, thought they were under a state of emergency again.
1: Well, they well, are in a different. I guess province or city, for lack of a better I, word. If I hear Japan, it's all just one big thing. Country. Uh, uh, yeah. I two, mean, I don't know. I could be that. Could have been totally no, wrong. You're right.
4: Saying. I'm just being a dick.
0: Two yeah. scheduled dome events in Yokohama and Tokyo have been delayed due to the state of emergency being extended in in Japan to the end of the month.
4: Did you guys ever play State of Emergency on uh, Xbox?
0: No.
1: Very relevant question.
4: A state of emergency.
0: Uh, no. Tony, you watched uh, you watched the old A and E biography on old fucking Cyclops. How was that?
4: Actually, pretty interesting. I had no idea that Shawn Michaels was a military brat. Did you? Uh, yeah.
0: Yes, I did. I feel like I knew that.
4: Well, yeah. I learned something new, and
0: that was very
1: what... good.
4: Here's the sad thing, right? The one takeaway that I had is that when you're filming somebody missing a tooth, you may want to angle your camera better. Marty Janetti's missing that one fucking tooth over here. It was throwing me off the whole time. Every time he was on camera, I was like, this fucker's missing. Wait, did team. they interview
1: current day Jannetty? Yes. Oh, boy. I got to yep. watch that.
4: Oh, yeah. You know what? Despite what Matt says about Shawn Michaels being a jerk off and he was an asshole and this and that, I genuinely think that he turned his life around. Like, I don't think it's a facade.
1: Uh, I think he's a good guy.
4: They interviewed the- his preacher and everything, oh, like the fuck. guy that, like his coach and all Get this. Get out of
0: here. No one gives a shit. Your coach. Why don't they interview
4: Bubba the Lump Sponge? Fucking Dude, hand jobs. Even, even. I was a hit.
1: That was a hit piece. That was even, brutal. Even,
4: even Bret Hart was like, you know, okay with Sean at this point.
1: Bret Hart doesn't
0: know what he's talking about. And half his brains are mashed potatoes. He looks like my grandmother. All right. Shawn Michaels this is a piece of shit. Drew Dare Break My Heart, Bret Hart, you son of a bitch.
1: Didn't Bret Hart just apologize to like Ric Flair for calling him out or something like that? They didn't like aren't they like mending fences, Bret Hart and Ric Flair?
4: Yeah, Brett,
1: maybe because I, I thought that Ric Flair called Brett bitter or something like that recently. And Bret Hart responded by saying, I'm sorry for whatever I could be. Yeah, I thought well, they Brett, were,
4: Brett also did say that if you've seen one Ric Flair match, you've seen them all, but in the meantime, Bret Hart's not an uh,
1: insult. When you're the best ever, that's not an insult. I,
4: I, look, I get it, but it's coming from Bret Hart, who'd used the five moves of doom in every fucking match. So it's like, you've seen one Bret Hart match, you've kind of seen them all too, you know?
1: No, 100%. And I'm saying that when you're calling Ric Flair, who I consider arguably one of the best ever, if, you see, if you've if you seen one Ric Flair match or see them all, that's okay when it's the best ever, you know? Like, that's Ric Flair, bro.
4: They talked a lot about Sean's drug problems, his 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 problems with partying with Marty Janetti, and and you know I got to watch this. It, it's 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 a good watch. I enjoyed this one. I'm
1: gonna watch uh, it as soon as we get out of here.
4: I'll I'll get into the Sergeant Slaughter uh, finding treasures or whatever in a second. But uh, Matt, I sent it to you guys actually. Uh, you had a chance to read Lanny Poffo's response to the Macho Man. What's your takeaway from it?
0: I mean, Lanny's pretty spot on. Yeah. Look, if anyone well, knows the Macho Man, it's going to be Lanny, right?
4: Yeah, and he he also didn't take a liking to like Bubba the Love Sponge or Hogan's comments either. I he, mean, uh,
0: nobody took a lot. Li- Why was Bubba the Love Sponge even fucking part of it?
4: I know, right. I know. We and we discussed that already, but but I think like Lanny did make some some pertinent points. Like he's like they made it sound like Lex Luger and Macho Man never got along. He's like he's like Macho Man really felt bad that Lex had to go through all that shit with Liz you know, and they were best buddies and they used to go work out together and stuff. And like Lanny actually tied up a lot of like the shit that they would try to put together in that documentary.
0: Right. And then there's a link to a documentary that he says is it tells a better story.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: It was. Yeah, I I can't.
4: And, And another thing, like even when Lanny was on with us, he talked about all the charity work that Macho Man was involved in like tons of stuff. Yeah. Not even like make a wish, but like raising money for hospitals and things like that. Look, I'm not saying Man was a saint. I didn't know him personally, but the fucking guy like put in the work to try to make the world a better place. You
0: uh, could have you could have taken out all the fucking Bubba the Lumps, well, fudge, the Gorgeous George, the fucking Miss Elizabeth bullshit of her dying. And you could have put in the stuff he did with the Special Olympics. Every Easter, everyone posts the same fucking Macho Man post- picture of him with the Easter yeah. Bunny. That's from like a fucking charity thing. In the WWF magazines, he was always in playing softball with the fucking troops, doing this with somebody else. Every back of every WWF magazine. It was a yep. dog shit, poor excuse for a fucking AEW. AEW A and E biography, and WWE should be fucking disgraced. They should put out a fucking apology because it was a hunk of hot garbage dog shit.
1: Next week, Ultimate Warrior. Not gonna get an argument out of me on that. It just feels like God, and like I can't even I can't even follow that, Matt. No, hundred percent.
4: Matt nailed
0: the. I had
1: had a point, and I can't even follow it because i was that was perfect.
0: And guess what? They already did their fucking hit piece on the Warrior, so this is going to be all fucking sunshines and rainbows, and he's a beacon of light, and you should strive to be the fucking ultimate warrior, the fucking (laughs) steroid-raging dickbag that fucking held up Vince McMahon, and he's too fucking good to wrestle anybody else. He won't do the job, you fucking garbage piece of shit. No.
1: Do you think that it was kind of more of like out of of mind – like out of sight, out of mind sort of thing with the Savage one. Like, all right, he's not here to defend himself, so let's do this. Again, and I know for a fact that each – these aren't produced by WWE. These are A&E things, and each one has an individual producer. But, again, Matt, I don't even want to even go on because Matt absolutely nailed it. Did you guys watch uh, Dark Side for the Nick Gage? I did not. I watched. I just actually watched the Pillman one, which was incredible. It was good. I don't
0: think there's anything there that's really um fuck what's the word I'm looking for? Uh groundbreaking. If, if yeah, yeah, if you're not if you don't know who Nick Gage is, if you're the casual wrestling fan who is watching Dark Side of the Ring because you know some of the stories and some things and like maybe you'd be intrigued, but for someone who knows like the Nick Gage story, it wasn't anything like groundbreaking.
4: Yeah, but I, would, I think I think the oh. whole purpose of the Nick Gage thing was like, look at the sick shit this motherfucker does. It was more like that shock and awe kind of episode.
1: Yeah, and I haven't watched it, so I can't comment on it, but I was actually shocked that they chose this one because like, Me and I said, I said like a couple of weeks ago, like who outside of like the Northeast, and again, maybe I'm not trying to discredit Nick Gage, but who else outside of the Northeast in this entire country knows his story? a like, lot
0: of a lot dude a lot
1: i know and you mentioned that matt and nick, i just to me it's just like well the
4: other kev to
1: follow that the other question is does
4: be told
0: i think nick i think john moxley hit it on the head nick gage he has say? nick gage has something that you can't buy and you can't produce and you can't make he has a connection with the fans yeah, I get he might. No, no. There's no Kevin. There's no he might.
1: No, he does. I'm, he definitely does.
0: And it is worldwide. But it's just like, it,
1: okay. Worldwide. World
0: fucking wide, bro.
4: I'll take your word for it. Yeah. I'm in Kevin's boat, though. I don't. I don't think Nick Gage was a, a topic for a biography at this point in his career. Anyway,
0: his story is. Su- Look. His he's it's a story of redemption. It's a story of being a fuck up, a, an addict, going to the lowest of lows, and then deciding he's look. They show footage of him before he robbed the bank. He was a fucking slob. And
1: oh, then he, so get, much?
0: then he goes to jail. He's getting fucking fan mail. He decides he's gonna put him. Bro, he looks like a completely different person. Yes, he's relapsed, but it's he's a fucking cult like
1: icon, dude. Listen, I'm not going to discount anything you said, and this is absolutely no disrespect to Nick Gage because I'm sure our paths will cross at some point soon. But I I just never knew about it until he got arrested. Like, I didn't know about Nick Gage until he got arrested. Right, but you
0: weren't watching CZW either because it was, no offense to anyone in CZW at the time, it was deathmatch wrestling garbage trying to be ECW.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. You know. so, but like, I and I, I didn't realize that, the, that this would be such an enthralling story. Like every other, like listen, every other person that ever was on a dark side was someone that had international, you know, fame. I never knew that Nick Gage had that.
0: Nice. Oh, apparently, he's huge. Homeboy robbed a bank and he went and did time for it. Like, well, he that, became... that's
1: how I discovered Nick Gage. right?
0: And they became a huge fucking wrestler, and he really took off with the fucking David Arquette thing, and they cover that in the.
1: Oh, that's right. That's true too. You're right.
0: It was good. It's not, you know, there's nothing ground breaking there. Um, you know, they get there's some dark shit there like his brother was Justice Payne and he fucking jumped off the Walt Whitman bridge at the beginning of 2020, so that's kind of dark.
1: All right. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's wild. And again, I'm not disrespecting the cage like I got cuz I, now that I know who he is. I have all the respect in the world for him, but I didn't really and a lot of the stuff is going to I'm probably going to learn a lot by watching this.
0: And I think this week is a collision in Korea.
4: I can't wait.
0: I'm excited for that one. Uh, before we pull this train into the station, let's, you know, we talked about it a bit with Casey. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Kevin texted us Friday afternoon with the unfortunate news. New Jack, uh, Jerome young ECW original passed away, uh, at the age of 58 due to a heart attack. Um, And, you know, they did a Dark Side of the Ring of him last year. Uh, He's a very controversial figure in the world of professional wrestling. Uh, But I think everybody who worked with him and knew him had nothing but nice things to say about him.
4: I'm sure Chad Austin didn't.
0: I mean, look, what are you going to do, man? I didn't know him personally. I shared my stories about him earlier, my three instances with him. He was super intimidating, but never like... I'm going to beat the shit out of you. Um, You know, in 2021, he looks like a bad guy, but I think people need to realize like, you know, in the late nineties, the wrestling business was probably full of racism and people trying to break in and expose the business. And he was, was trying to, he was trying to protect the business. Granted, he may have taken uh, some extreme measures, with the mass transit incident uh, a couple of the other things are not really a good look for him when he stabbed that dude a bunch of times in the ring not such a great look
4: when he was trying to kill gypsy joe with a baseball bat
0: yeah not such a great look either but at the end of but, the day man new jack was new jack like I, I you know it sucks i wish we had him on the show uh i was kind of a, a Gangsters fan i loved that gangsters were like when was i cool
4: man gangsters ruled so uh if you really if you really want to be wowed by jerome check out like i know him. oh we oh we oh, oh. uh check out his work in smoky mountain yeah like the rock and roll express promos that they would cut oh my god oh not to mention if you can find him. i haven't been on cameo.com lately but he was doing some fucking hysterical cameos Talking to one guy's like, I heard you broke your leg. He holds up a bottle of AstroGlide. He goes, you're going to need some of this to slide your crippled ass around, you dumb motherfucker.
1: So funny. Such a, like, like, he like he made you believe that that's who he was. And I know that, like, everyone will say that. Like, oh, yeah. like, literally, like, in a lock like, playing, like, I'm in the laptop and all of a sudden, New Jack walks by. I'm like, I'm not asking him for anything. I'm not saying anything. I'm not doing anything. I'm not doing anything. I'm not doing anything. It's just like, he made you believe that he was a freaking scary motherfucker, and at the end of the day, I think that's the best tribute. If you made people believe that's who you were, and he may have been that. Let's be yeah. honest, he may have been that. But yeah, Jack, Holy what a freaking shit. crazy. Same thing with Balls too, actually, but not to the, not not to that extent. But you just believed that Balls was Balls, and you believed that Jack was Jack.
4: That's a good point, Kev. That's a very good point. I don't know if you guys realized it There were people Fucking Bergman was rapping in the Facebook thread
2: <laughs> God damn
4: Our fans fucking rule I love them all Matt please tell me that's it I want to go to bed. That's it
0: uh, New Jack God was damn. a three time ECW world tag team champion um, The uh, talking smack Paul Heyman thing Is definitely worth something checking out
4: 100% Good call
0: uh, and that's it. We did a marathon of a show tonight. Uh, special oh, thanks he's to he's Jack Dane and Casey Cital. We will be back next week with the Sheriff and Mysterious Q. Oh, more wrestling talk, more shenanigans.
4: In a mob state, with the heart the terror, of terror. I
0: see the devil in the mirror. Buck, buck, like South. Cause when I grab my sword off, hard uh, a of foul barrel
4: one. <laughs> Barrel 2! Alright, I'm done. Rest in peace, Jerome
1: Young. Good night, Gracie.
2: I hate
0: you.
1: Atlantic City, June 25th, June 26th, June 27th.
0: Casey Kapow
1: died
4: on Saturday.
1: I think it was Kevin.
4: Cody Z. I'm gonna rap.
0: Deadly, I'm
3: a freezing. I touch
4: you with the forty four bags. You're frozen inside a body bag. Here's new Jack, he's the best. He's gonna stab me in the chest.
1: Yeah! Oh, 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 oh. Once I owe new Jack a dollar, then he sucked me on uh, Mustafa. And then... I don't know. Terrible. Let's go.